Welcome to Semper Hua Podcast. So I says to Mabel, make me some pancakes, and that's how we won the word Tropia. <laughs> All right, welcome to Semper Hua Podcast. I'm OG. Uh, oh, wait, Sam's not here. What a piece of shit. Season two, episode one. But Pete's up here. That's awesome. Pete used to be in our combat I, I closet. I can't say that's a promotion, though. Yeah, I know. It is kind of sick to be back there. Right. Uh, oh. We got J-Bot in the Hi. closet. There you are. Oh, yeah. We've got uh, actually forgot. Jones behind the control booth over there. Say hi, Jones. You got to talk. You got to unmute a bunch of things. You ready yeah, to say yeah, hi? Yeah, hey. just unmuted myself. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm Specialist Jones. I've been added to this podcast to uh, work as what Ariane used to do, running the uh, Stop back fucking end. saying first names. All right, and you're fucking done. Come <laughs> <laughs> hey, on, guys. Hey, you just ruined It's me. all right. We love it. And our guest today <laughs> is Brandon fucking Bilbo, Marine, retired fucking Marine, badass infantry grunt. We haven't had a badass on this show since BFB. dear friend Bilbo passed away. Yeah. It's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in a long fucking yeah, time. It's been a long ass time, man. It's awesome. So you, give the uh, listeners a little fucking bio of who the fuck you are. Nobody important. No. Right. Uh, what, what you did? <laughs> the, the little, just no, a I'm pinch uh, of your like. Brandon, born and raised here in Chicago. Uh, joined the Marine Corps when I was uh, seventeen. Uh, turned eighteen in boot camp, which was a fucking mistake. Oh, <laughs> God. Did uh, two deployments over to Iraq in uh, two thousand six. I was over in the uh, Haditha Triangle mm-hmm. in uh, Barwana. Did some stuff over in Haklania and uh, Haditha as well. Oh, and uh, 2007 was out uh, just north of Fallujah, actually. Mm-hmm. Fucking it. So you saw some real there. shit there. You probably, uh, I don't want to stir a lot of crap. I probably will at some point, or we will. Maybe you won't get upset. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I don't mind. I, you know, it's, it's a tough shit. You, you saw some stuff. Uh, you're a badass, dude. I've known you for a little while here. I used to work for you, You actually. did for a little bit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Pushing that snow around. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we, we got a lot of shit to go over today. A lot of stuff's going on. First of all, we got to do our... Uh, where's the fucking spiel thing? All right, we're going to do the whole plug and like, subscribe, follow, share, remind yourself, all the stuff. We're, we're on a bunch of different platforms as well. The ones that we're going to push is the Facebooks. We got the followers on that one. That's at Semper Hua Podcast. And then IG, we're at, at Semper Hua. Uh, check out the merch at SemperHua.com slash shop. Pick up some T-shirts, some mugs. Don't fucking laugh back there. All right. <laughs> I like also, it, man. jar. Boom. 50% <laughs> of donations. Last go, month. Last month, a pin up for vets. vets. All right. Go to SemperHua.com. Yep. Go down all the way to the bottom. Don't forget to send the hate mail to contact yep. at SemperHua.com. All right. And also, you know. Shit. With this whole contact at SemperHua.com, we really are looking for some good ideas for uh, veteran organizations that are addressing uh, veteran homelessness or uh, dependency, suicide, any of that as we transition away from pinup for vets. Uh, so if you guys got any uh, organizations that are near and dear to your heart, hit us up, contact at SemperHua.com so we can go ahead and uh, select the next charity to support going forward. Yeah, Absolutely. Nice. Got to take care of the boys, you know? That's right. You know, that's what it's all about. All right, we got a lot of shit to cover here. Uh, <laughs> we've been gone for a little while. It, was it has little... been one hell of a summer, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really <laughs> has. <laughs> fucking reservists. Jesus Christ, taking up time. All right, our first fucking shit up. Guess what, guys? The fucking war is over after 20 years. Jesus Christ. Or is it? Or is it? Yeah, right. All right. So the last U.S. military aircraft left Kabul's Hamid Karzai International Airport on August 30th, marking the end of the evacuation of Americans and Afghans and the final moment of America's longest war. Ugh, 
fuck, that was insane, right? Crazy shit happening over there. Before the last U.S. troops left Kabul, they rendered many pieces of military equipment left at the airport in Opera. But they didn't leave any other shit in Opera they left behind because the fucking Afghans didn't fight for their shit. Then blah, blah, blah. Now the Taliban's taken over. I just love how the entire Connex full of fucking PT belts did not get touched. How could they? How could they? Terry Taliban's got M4s and everything coming up the wazoo. No PT belt in sight. Fucking insane what's That's going on. That's how right. people die. Right. What? I love, though, too. <laughs> J-Butt in the closet. Oh, man. All by yourself back there, huh? I know. Expecting to have a little PD back there, but Sam fucking bailed on us on yeah. episode one here. You would have been back there with Sam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. He would have been. Sam would have been where I'm at. Been, I would have been with J-Bot. would have been double Marine up here. But now you're outnumbered. Like, there's, you're fucking, That's right. I could shoot in any direction. That's, that's, that's right. Probably fuck us all up anyway. <laughs> he can skeet in any direction. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. He's saying what we're all thinking. <laughs> so, this crazy oh. war, right? Uh, shit, we lost over 2,400, five, what was it? Almost 2,500. Of our Joes lost Dang, that war. Con- Here's the crazy thing. U.S. contractors, 3,800 yeah. plus. That's a fucking... We, we lost that many? Right? Yep. And contractors. That's nuts, man. And that's only 2,455. That's ours. Our, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been a lot more than... Right? Iraq that's a week, Chicago our, weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> last weekend. Jesus. <laughs> Rough. Fucking insane. Uh, Afghan National <laughs> Military and police, they lost 66,000. Wow. Yeah, fucking nuts, right? Uh, other allied forces and NATO members lost about four eleven hundred, almost twelve hundred, yeah. something there. Afghan civilians about forty seven thousand. Damn, dude. Uh, tally, tallies though fifty one thousand though. Only fifty one of those fuckers. Aid workers four hundred forty four. Journalists seventy two. Yeah. Uh, well, you chose to do that fucking job. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel bad that you fucking. It, it takes balls to do that, by the way. Yeah. To not yeah. fucking sign up, go over there, and not fight and report shit. Props to you guys. Right. I mean, we're kind of in the content business. And we know anyway. they ain't doing it for pay because they're not getting paid more than we are. No. <laughs> yeah. <especially. laughs> Fucking so. insane, though. Uh, so, yeah, that's a lot going on. A little bit more to go on that one. All right. So this was the uh, the final image of the U.S. military's 20-year war in Afghanistan. A grainy picture taken with the night vision of Major General Chris Donahue, the last service member to board the last plane out of Kabul. Now, this is a tradition. Last... You know, first man on, first man on. He wasn't the first man on, though. No. But he was the last man out of that shit. Uh, I'm not going to go into the rest of the bullshit spiel we got here. But we're going to... What I want to get into this is the, uh, the the exit here a little bit. You know, I, I don't... Normally, I save kind of shit like this for the banter and the right. shit. But, uh, dude, fuck. <laughs> I mean, ate right. up so much time and energy energy there in this, this summer anyway. So, I mean, it I mean, I definitely like needs a Some piece. of you guys' thoughts on this. I mean, I, I know we've all been talking on the side here, but... This fucking exit seems a little... A little? <laughs> okay, a lot. <laughs> a lot of shit here, okay? Well, fuck it. Can I kick it off? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. We fucked this one up. Get close to that mic and fuck We fucked this one up. Big time. So first of all, it's like, how do you go to a country and spend millions and millions of dollars to help stimulate your economy and then one day just leave? Uh, Yeah, no. Um, And then you leave the people that help us there? Like, It sucks. We sh- I think they, they should have fucking planned this a little bit better here. Like, you knew it was going to happen. First of all, giving a fucking date. I fucking hate that. I always... Let's broadcast out a date when we're getting out of here. Yes. <laughs> Stupid as fuck, right? Hey, we're leaving. Bye. You know, uh, but then to just fucking... Whoop, everyone out all at once and then just leave. Dude, the military never moves that goddamn fast. No. Yeah. Dude, even in fucking yeah. Iraq, we Not didn't once. get out that quick, man. 
Like at least I see to me Iraq was actually a better pullout. Like we still stayed a little bit here, had something there going on, even though <laughs> yeah. I came on her tits, you know? It was, it was nice. the pullout you want to keep. Right. You know, it, there was something about it. Like I know there was the whole ISIS surge that happened, but yet we still had guys there and we could easily came back in and help them out. Right. But like I know we're we're not really present there. We are, but we're not. And it's that's the way I think yeah. they should have done this and they really fucked up on this one. Oh yeah, yeah, and I don't know if it was a lack of an exit strategy, uh, or big time, you know. It's just, I just don't feel like it's appropriate for us uh, as a country to, you know, take orders from the Taliban or whatever else, whether they took over legitimately or not, which we know they didn't. You know, it's all being used by force or what have you, right? But just show them your passport, and the Taliban's gonna let you. Yeah, but you know what? If you if you think about it, though, they really could have caused a lot of trouble for us. Sure, and that, especially in that last week. And yeah, there were little things here and there, especially you know with the what thirteen Marines and yeah, yeah. Armin, we lost know, one of our psyop guys yeah. out there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it could have been a lot worse. And I'm not saying I congratulate the Taliban, but if they wanted to, yeah, they could have really fucked up things for us and made it right. a lot worse than what it was. Yeah, I kind of saw this coming anyway. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I'm not the only one. Everyone. Saw and you know shit. what I mean? I, I I want to keep an open heart about it. You know, I I wish them. You know, even though I was never in Afghanistan, I do wish them the best as a country, and I hope eventually they can pull their heads out of their asses and become a <laughs> functional part of the world. I yeah. mean, will it happen? Probably not. But you know what? I at least want to keep that level Absolutely. of positivity, positivity open for them. Sure. Absolutely. And that actually brings me to the uh, next thing. You want to hit this one up there? Yeah, for sure. A Marine commander relieved over viral video calling out military leaders for Afghanistan withdrawal. This fucking guy, right? Get him. Marine infantry <laughs> officer and battalion commander generated a wave of controversy online after he took to social media to air his frustrations with senior military leadership over their handling of the U.S. military's withdrawal from Afghanistan. What he said was a lack of accountability for mistakes made by those charged with managing the final stages of America's longest war. Quote, I'm not saying we've got to be in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying that any of you throw your rank on the table and say, hey, it's a bad idea to evacuate Bagram Airfield, a strategic air base, before we evacuate everyone. Asked Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller in an August 26th video shared to Facebook and LinkedIn. Did anyone do that? And when you didn't think to do that, did anyone raise their hand and say, we completely messed this one up? The following day, Scheller shared another post to Facebook announcing that he had been relieved of command. So, yeah, we put it up there. I don't know if you'll read this shit up. Just a couple things here. It just basically explains how he, got, he, he knew he was getting tossed. Yeah, come on. Hey, his shit went viral. As Absolutely. Fuck. Well, did he get tossed, or did he put in? I I saw online that he put in a uh, letter of resignation. Also. I, uh, yeah. He put in a letter of yeah. resignation to be dated on September 11th, but his uh, superior officers went ahead and relieved them for command, uh, relieved them from his command uh, for a lack of uh, trust in his command. So now chances are he's probably getting shafted on his benefits because they, they relieved him before his date. Well, relieved, but he wasn't. Right, he's yeah. just relieved from his command. Yeah, it's command. not like he's, he's still, still, ah, okay. he's, still yeah. he's not chaptered out or anything yeah, like he's that. He's still it's in and fired oh, from his position. Yeah, which is meaning he can't. Even if he stays in, he's going to stay that rank, and that's about oh, it. Oh yeah, I'll well, tell you what, that's a guy I'll follow. Yeah, oh, that's a fucking yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah, you're going to stand up like that and put your career on the line for something that you honestly believe in. Yeah, I'll follow you. Yeah, I mean, he, fucking, I watched the video. I was like, oh man, he's getting so fucking fired. But I was like, I love it. I absolutely. Little giggles from back there in the closet. How you doing, J Bot? I like it. Yeah, I you like know, it. By yourself, you, the closet looks so much bigger when it's just you in there. I know. The little cute Asian. Just uh, four foot two, little <laughs> Filipino. I love it. Just looking at your behind. Yeah. You can't do anything about totally it. Totally getting canceled for that. Up. Just calling you a cute little Asian, probably. No. Someone's gonna freak out and say, <laughs> "Fucking OG." Oh my gosh. 
We didn't do our official disclaimer. They're making fun of Shang-Chi None of this represents here. the views of the U.S. military, DOD, any of its subordinate organizations. Oh, it completely does. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not going to say my organization, but it, 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 like, it's exactly how we are. Episode one, season one, he'll tell you. Yeah. Remember that one. Almost got canceled. Oh, man. Oh, fucking Scotty. All right. So enough about fucking Afghanistan. Let's start doing some humor, humor shit. I want some some funnies here. I want this one, man. Yeah, it's course. official. Yeah. The Air Force will let airmen put their hands in their pockets while in uniform. <laughs> Air Force gloves. Fucking dude. Air Force gloves, right? Forget <laughs> aim high or it's not science fiction. It's what we do every day or any of those other recruiting slogans the Air Force has used over the years. Now it just needs three words to get more recruits than any other branch. Hands into pockets. Hands into That's pockets. all I got to say. <laughs> Starting in October. S- sign me up. Right. <laughs> the Air Force will break with decades of tradition by allowing its members to put their hands in their pockets while in uniform. The change is one of many grooming and uniform changes that loosen up restrictions for airmen. Others, including being able to use a cell phone or drink water while walking in uniform. What? Mind is blown right now. I know. Walking, I know. Right? <laughs> walking and like. There's yeah. no smoking while walking, though. What the fuck? Uh, new physical training uniforms. Yay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like they do yeah. fucking PT anyway. They have the best PT program. They, they get do. to I choose, choose what. I mean, we Which covered one this. Right. I love it. It's amazing, right? I want the two mile Is walk. it even military anymore? Right. This point? It's, so, it's, just it's so corporate. I love it. Ugh. Good for like them. Fortune 500 company. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're yeah. going to stretch out guys today. All right. You guys yeah. want to take a nap? You're cool. <laughs> Longer oh. hair and accessory standards. Cosmetic this, this, tattooing oh. for men. Yes. What? Cosmetic tattooing? They get like scalp tattoos and shit. No, that's got to be like... I saw scalp tattoos the, on the list. How the women do like Scal- eyebrows or some hey, shit. Hey, we got a Google guy. Google Googles. up the new fucking thing here. Tell me, it says cosmetic tattooing for men for the Air Force. Yeah, because I, I know, I know some women tattoo. do get like the eyebrows and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like that's, on, I figure that's what they meant. See, but I, th- I swear to you, they had to do scalp tattooing or something. Well, shit, the Marine Corps, they banned uh, tattoos below uh, PT gear. Yeah, we had that for a while. We, yeah, too. They, 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 were, yeah. they were documenting like everything we had. Yeah, when I got out in 2009, they had to do that. Yeah, coming in... You weren't allowed to have anything visible. It's right. for those that already had, like, let's say, sleeves. They had yeah. to document everything, and it wasn't anything. It depends what yeah. year, though. Because, yeah. like, when I joined, it was the same with the, well, you were you were pre-9-11. They're J-Bot, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, post, they were just, like, whatever. It just got, <laughs> it just got screwed up after. You're going to sign the paper. You're yeah, you're, you're, you were just a post yeah. right afterward. Like, so, like, you get it. Like, get it, man. Right. We need as many assholes as possible over there. Then some other change, you're going to have to look this up, too. Uh, something about wearing morale patches on Fridays or during special That one I know about. That's legit. What, That's the what? thing. So they get the patches on the thing. They could do a morale patch like the stupid little, you know, like fucking. But it's got to be like a unit shit. morale patch? Or... I think that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. So there's some appropriate ones like, you know, the secret squirrel type shit. Yeah. Like whatever, you know. Because I know crap. a bunch of. You know, like, this is for the All Air the Force? stuff that we wear, like for fun, like that we just slap on because we're in the reserves. I'm just right. doing it anyway. Get yelled at. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I got to be in the office on Monday, Bob. Fuck off. But yeah, they get to just straight up wear these things. Huh. Yeah, no, they're totally allowing uh, morale patches in uniform, so long as they're not anything too, like, racially abrasive. So what like is that. considered a morale patch? Uh, Like, Super Secret Squirrel, sunny, funny, silly crap like that. Okay, so, fate to, like, what I was saying. Just anything huh. that just boosts your, like, funny shit that's not normal. So and they are allowing. It's kind of cool. Scouts. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. You get to put your hands in your pockets. You get to wear a morale patch. Like the Marine Corps is still deciding if they want to do unit patches or not. Right. The Air yeah. Force is like morale patches. Yeah. I. You know, that's like the coolest things. We at my our unit uh, deployed with a bunch of Marines back in 2013. Yep. 
and everyone's fucking rocking the marine patch that they have with you guys. Like, you guys don't even get to wear that fucking patch anymore. Right. We get to wear it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was like, I'm like, God, it's kind of like a shitty tour of the Marines. Like, we get to wear their patch, but they don't even get to wear it. That's just less things for us to have to measure on uniform. I get it. Right. Right. Well, think about it. We're all Velcro, though. Sure, yeah, and you guys are insane have. with your inspections anyway and shit oh, like yeah. that. Just, yeah. yeah, you don't need any of that bullshit. No. Uh, you have two better. threads here. It was here. probably better back in the day when you didn't even have name tapes. Like, back right. in the 90s, and you didn't have a name on there. Like, too easy. Then you don't know who, who the fuck up was. Then. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's nice. I wish I could take my name tape off all the time. I want You do half the time anyway. I know. And my rank <laughs> and everything else. I just yeah. throw it off. I'm like, what's up? They just look at my hair. They go, sir. I go, I'll take it. Right. Yeah. Speaking of your scalp, they do... They're going along with the tattoos on the scalp. That's mm. permissible, but that's going to be further worked on, and they're going to be releasing full details on that in October. Okay, so scalp tattoos are allowed. I, got, I swear wow. I saw it. What does that mean? I don't get it. I don't. Even, I don't even know what to say on that. Like, why? First of all, why would you want to get a scalp tattoo? Right, because you're I, 18 I, and dumb. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I don't know. You're in a gang. I don't know. Right. I don't know. That's weird. You fill it in your hair. You get some fucking, you know, some receding hairline. Maybe you want to dot it in. I don't know. Don't, stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I totally do it. How else are you going to memorialize your trip to Thailand and the Lady Boys? <laughs> I love well, her. Speaking Herpes. of all this shit, let's move on to our next batch because the next batch has some more stuff. Oh, uh, my God. Another uniform policy change. This time, it's the Navy. All right. New haircuts as well as allowing earrings from my... Oh, my mind is just totally blown. <laughs> Hey, it's the Navy. Is that song? No, I'm kidding. You know who that picture is? <laughs> I know exactly who that that's is. That's our old first sergeant. No shit. That's our first sergeant oh. right there on there. Is he really? Are yes, you serious? He's now a sergeant major, by the way. Yes, it is. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just, I found this shit on Facebook years back when he was our top. I was the one that it found like it and sent it to you. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one that made a meme out of it. Yeah. Talk, talk you. offline after <laughs> And then this. I was I the gotta, one that blew it up. All yeah, we'll over. talk offline. I'm not saying his name or anything. Yeah, I got a wow. Even though I put his picture right up there, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, like, man. No, he was, he was okay with this picture because like, we showed it off as a meme. and uh, We, we thought we were totally up. getting smoked over this, too. And he was like, no, it's me. He's like, that's how we. That's <laughs> even, but I tell you, though, on duty, no, we're near this. No. Everything is like clean as fuck. Right. Yeah, he's got gauged shit. Anyway, go on with the... Wow. Go on with you the Navy. You threw that one out of left field. Go on with the Navy. Oh, my <laughs> God. The Navy is changing its uniform policy, relaxing some requirements that include an expansion of the allowed hairstyles sailors can have, as well as some changes to the rules surrounding the uniforms themselves. Effective immediately, male sailors can have flat tops, high and tight, faded or bald hairstyles, and sideburns are also allowed. <laughs> I okay. Did, I just did Though not on. for bald sailors. So if you're bald, you can't have sideburns. I right. guess is so you can't. No, well, obviously if you're bald, you can't have just rocking a weird sideburn. Well, sure, you need something to hold on. Why? But they become a weird look anyway. Like you're bald, and all of a sudden you just have sideburns. Like, it seems like everything fucking... they allow in the Marines and the Army is like, oh, now we're gonna allow it in the Navy. Well, yeah, let's go on with it. <laughs> I, I, I noted something on that, but meanwhile, female sailors will now be allowed to have very short length hairstyles that will show the scalp to include one shaved side of the head. Oh, so it's like that one porn star. Yeah, uh, well, Mackie. Mackie, Mac yeah, If yeah, Sam yeah. was here, we know right away. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 In addition to the hairstyles, new rules make a variety of smaller but notable changes to uniform rules. Male sailors are now allowed to wear earrings out of uniform on leave or liberty. Women can now oh. wear heels up to three inches in height of uniform, up from two and five-eighths. And rules on eyeglasses and sunglasses colors have been relaxed. Basically, the Navy can do what the Army Reserves has been doing since 1972. <laughs> 
so true though like it's what even like jaybot's saying and i'm like uh so you just adapted what we've been doing forever <laughs> right but i thought you can always wear earrings on liberty as long as you didn't have them in a uniform i never yeah, that, that's what i thought too i mean no one's really gonna Get that thing right hey <laughs> you're off take it out before you, monday you morning you're good. Yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah i mean well i i remember i got rid of my shit right in the beginning when it's cool to fucking wear earrings know, wear earrings you know yeah <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you guys. What'd your boyfriend say? Did oh. you have frosted tips also? <laughs> I did have. Well, yes. not, when I was, not when I was serving. Favorite Before. brand was InSync. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Not saying it's anything. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. It is. Speaking of Britney. <laughs> no, uh, I got oh, to get this retard's face off the screen here. There we go. All right. Sorry, Sergeant Major. <laughs> it's called your retard if you listen to the show. If not, you know you know my number. Call me up. Call me up. <laughs> Come on the show. Have him knife hand <laughs> your daughter again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. Come to my house and knife hand my daughter again so I can kick you in the balls again. It'd be great. Come, oh, come, come, come on the show. Man. Come on the show. Start some shit up. Oh, well, that really happened, huh? It did. It did. Oh, yeah. Did, oh. You knife handed your daughter? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. I don't know how I would feel about oh, that. Oh, I yelled at him. We got so yeah. many offline yeah. stories. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to get... I guess I'm not going to say the name. No, I'm sure it's a contextual thing, but like, dude, that, that's my daughter. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. A little more bluntly than that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Navy haircuts. All right. Uh, who wants the next one here? Uh, Jaybot. You want to? You want to throw one in there? Oh, no, you, don't I, even, you don't even have anything back there. God. Yeah, man. I have these two hands. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I didn't set you up back there because the whole confusion of who's yeah. sitting where. Right. Yeah. So hey, no, you're you, Don't worry about it. It's all no, good. I, I don't know how right. to read anyways. That's it's, why I joined the car. There's some crayons. We <laughs> got finally crayons. a fucking marine that knows this spot. Bad guy that way. Go make boom. <laughs> That's go yeah. make boom. So good. All right. We're hitting on the next one. Kowalski. Kaboom. 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 Kowalski. All right, Petey. <laughs> Enough 35 pilots helmet costs more than a Ferrari and takes two days to get fitted. If you're looking for a helmet for the Advance F-35 Lightning II, then get ready to put down enough money to buy a Ferrari sports car, undergo a two-day fitting process, keep your hair generally in the same shape, avoid putting on weight, and check in three times a year to make sure it still fits properly. Fuck. Yeah. And you know, if Sam was here, he'd go on his entire F-35 That's fucking tirade. That's why I kind of put it in there because, you know, he I was, know. Sam was here, by the way, and then he had to leave for emergency purposes. Just put that out there. <laughs> yeah. But this, this is why I want to put it in there, because I know how he fucking hates the F-35 so much. I was really, yeah. But go on. Let, 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 He's a hairier guy. How much did that cost? It was like $78 million. Oh, uh, let's shit. see. It's, it's somewhere in here. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hairier guy. Old school vertical takeoff, right. god damn it. <laughs> like my shit from the 80s. Not this new fucking billion dollar crap. At least that seems to be the process described in a new Air Force press release detailing just how much, it, how much work. It takes to keep one part of the 78 million F-35 ready to fly. So it's not the helmet that costs 78 million. Just put it out there. Oh, yeah. I thought, it, well, yes, it does. The plane. No. It's not the helmet. No. The helmet's $78 million. No. Yes. How much work it takes to keep one part of the 78 million F-35 fighter ready to fly. Okay. Not so English to million dollar Google how much the fucking thing costs really quick. Yeah, I was about to say. Jonesy, how much of the fucking F-35? I, I, I wrote half like this a whole different number now. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty dollars. I'll get you the helmet cost, but the F thirty five is eighty million dollars. Yeah, so okay. seventy eight, so eighty. I mean, two wonderful. Million, you know. Well, shit. Go to Bagram. You might be able to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For left everything else there. Fucking I mean, real. there are plans of how to go through Tajikistan to get what you need, but I was actually really surprised to see the the ingenuity and the thoughtfulness that a lot of veterans had. I'm right. trying to get back <laughs> yes, there. I know. Not it's... so much just to get there, but just to get their hands on the amount of shit, shit that we yeah. left. Yeah. All right, we could go from here to here. We got a team of 10. Let's go from there, jump, and we'll grab it and get out. 
I was actually. I thought about it. I was talking yeah. to my wife. I'm like, I might go away for a little while. Not you know how you like, know how many units are trying to get back in touch with their terps over there to run serial numbers so they don't have to go through the flipple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because Ab- Abdul, I have one M4 that's missing. We, we actually got in trouble yeah. on Facebook for that too, by the way. Uh, who yeah. did? Like we you did. in general? Except, or apparently, or? I'm an like extremist us. for what? Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. get in trouble on Facebook? But PD put up like, what'd you put up? It was like, it was just a bunch of Taliban memes, and they're like, well, you're supporting a Taliban. I, of all people, am not supporting the Taliban, right? But first of all, they are a sponsor for this episode. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I don't like these goat fuckers, but, you know, Taliban, thanks for winning the war. I mean, that's what they told me to say. They're they're paying us. I got to do it. What the fuck are you talking about? Sorry, man. You know, they're sponsors this week. Fuck them. I don't like them, but I still got to say it anyway. All right. Pilots come in and put on all their gear. I got to cut you off there. No, no. I'm sorry. They're sponsors. That's just, that's how we do it. Like we had, you know, Koreans before and all that shit. North, Mm -hmm. North, by the way. Not South. (laughs) Let's get that straight. This is like Team America episode two. It's rough. They need to. Right. And they should. Yeah, it should be about the Taliban. Absolutely. Taliban, fuck yeah. That's part of All right. Enough of this F-35 shit. It's part of Yeah, we got to Do you find a price on that helmet? Yeah, so the cost of the helmet is $400,000. And to put it into perspective, a new Ferrari uh, 488 is $330,000. So it's like two sync car radios. Fucking thank you, Jamie. I'm going to start calling Jamie. That's great. I got my own Jamie. I went Joe Rogan status. I got a fucking guy to Google shit. Every episode has a Joe Rogan yeah, reference. Well, now I got now. a guy that looks shit up. That's pretty fucking awesome. I'm feeling pretty baller. I'm not getting $100 million a year like that guy is, but I feel pretty awesome. Yeah. I got a cool fucking nerd in the corner looking shit up right now. You know well, how fucking baller get some more sponsors you know of people donating, buying merch. food and beer. Matter of fact, I shorted him four bucks in the cigarettes that he brought over here. I owe him anyway. <laughs> it's also my joke, too. I did ton shekels for... Uh, I feel kind of bad. Yeah. I love you, Jonesy. Jamie. Whatever. All right, what's next up? Double J. This Double one's J. all you, Double OG. Me? All right, I got it. The Army is teaching <laughs> soldiers how to avoid dating assholes. Also, a picture of me. Something tells me that's for the women referring to the men. Yeah, yeah. A handful of soldiers were recently taught a valuable lesson. This is too recent. many of us. Oh, it's the talk we build. Could, yeah, it could really use in our early 20s how not to date assholes. This, uh, mm. Yeah. So I actually during, went to one of those uh, yeah, well, strong a, bonds like years ago though. What's a yellow ribbon or strong bonds? You said strong bonds yeah, and yeah. yeah, yellow ribbons for well, the, the, yeah. Uh, well that's what it, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. during a strong bonds retreat in Ohio ah, last ah, month, yeah. which I think you're kind of around that area, aren't you? Yeah. Which oppressed yeah. yeah, we said it themed around how to avoid falling in love with a jerk. Yeah, they got a book actually soldiers. like that. How to avoid dating a jerk or something? Yeah, so soldier of the Fifth Corps, uh, based in out of Fort Knox, no, Fort Knox Fifth Corps, okay. In Kentucky, yeah, learned about relationship enhancement with a focus on importance of picking out a future partner. So like I'm they're going to listen. They're just stupid crap. They're just there to get when the... we're not in war. Yeah, they, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> we're going back to a garrison. And like Fort Knox, like I, I didn't really know anybody got stationed there other than the people. It's still, tra- it's still a training. Stam was stationed there for uh, Stam was stationed at Fort Knox for tanker training. I was uh, what I tanker school called... used to be there. Man. Yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, for the army, I was there. I went called stationed. I was locked up there. <laughs> so I mean I guess I mean I did technically PCS there <laughs> involuntarily well every PCS involuntarily anyway but I mean it sounds really, like there's a story behind that one hey. there is season three will release everything just get the viewers in they got lock in those numbers it's all about the shekels 
Well, yeah. So stop dating fucking dicks. Basically, the story is uh, the army's teaching that instruction. So you 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 heard something about this though, Jay? About though, go on. Well, oh, this is years ago for the reserve oh, they're, side. This is, they're putting this shit out there. And uh, I mean, because the whole thing with the with the mental health, um, which was a, a good uh, step for the military in general, and um, also uh, you know, t- because they're also about trying to help families or people mm-hmm. that want to start yeah. families because it's yeah. all about the soldier soldier can't function mentally how can they you know function uh physically um but like, i feel like sam should have went to this fucking <laughs> class by the way <laughs> yeah. too soon so you can't give your wife the knife hands and call her a dirt bag and make her do pt at 445 <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah yeah right no, but like <laughs> the strong bonds. I mean, it it, it does it does help uh, with you kind of I guess essentially pick out a mate, but also when you have someone how to I guess effectively communicate. How many of these have you been to? I I only All been to them. like <laughs> I've only been to one, and honestly, I only went because it was like on a it, it was like freaking two day orders for me, oh. and it was in Rosemont. Oh, no. But, they, I mean, they have it everywhere. And I, yeah, they I fly you out. It's literally like a couple's yeah. retreat for, like, couples counseling yeah. or some yeah. shit, Yeah, this right? one, I think the one we talked about, was, was it Yellow Ribbons, the other one, right? Yellow Ribbons, yeah. The post, they have a pre-deployment, post-deployment. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah. actually, that's pretty cool because if they're leaning more on the side of, like, the things that we experience that we go through. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It does impact uh, friendships, romantic yeah. relationships, and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Especially friendships. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. And we're not the easiest fucking people to be around on a no. daily basis, God. let alone yeah. you want to spend the rest of your life with me. Yeah. yeah unless you, like, marry or date another in fucking <laughs> military member. They have no idea what the fuck. They, Remember, it's a lot for them I, to take. I, I will say. Remember, though, they serve too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I will say though, as as much as Absolutely. you can use this basically as a you know like a weekend vacation, if you take it seriously, you can get at least one or two good things out of it. Sure. So Ooh. we're learning things. Look at that. Yeah. Is it filled with like all the chaplains and stuff like that too, or is it like civilians, uh, like counselors and stuff? Or what, wait, what was it? Is it like the chaplains giving out their stuff, or is it like civilian counselors like? You know, funny oh, is thing it, is, is it like, like very structured, or is it like, hey, it, you're in class for eight hours and then go like make babies? No, well, I know for the like for the single soldiers, there is a structure, so they do have like different sessions and everything, you know. Um, but for I don't know, I can't say how it is for families. Okay, actually, but like I, I will say for uh, more like on the yellow ribbon stuff, you learn how to like manage your money, like post deployment, right? Uh, dealing with uh, conflict after. After deployment, um, like let's say daddy's been gone for a year, now he's yeah. back. Um, the wife and the kids, they are kind of independent from him, and but now he, he now that he's assuming the role, coming back after a year, right. how do you deal with that? How do you deal with your, I guess your yeah, uh, the entire reintegration process. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's probably Sounds not like good, good to spend all that hazard pay on hookers and blow. <laughs> mm. yeah. Hookers and or that blow. big ass. F- Once again, wear the lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, wear some though. Yeah. Well, some should have used it for hair plugs, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plenty of ass hair to donate for him. Ain't that the fucking... Do you ever seen his ass, by the way? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's yeah. actually I very can... hairy. <laughs> Last time we saw his uh, hernia incision. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. He just... Uh, just just whips surgery. it all out. He's like, check it out. I'm like, stop, stop. God damn it. All right. Uh, wow. All right. Cool. Strong next? <laughs> next up. Oh, look at this. He's taking over. I love it. You got to fill in for... Yeah. You know what? Some. Hey, I was, <laughs> I was 45 minutes late, but at least I didn't leave. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? 
he keeps leaving like this. There's more emergencies. I think we're gonna get you in. We need another marine here. It's the semper. Gotta part. balance that Honestly, out, right? Honestly, man, I'll just I'll come sit and just hang oh, out. You can with rotate you, you here. I mean, it feels good. Are you feeling good? Do you like it? I'm sorry yeah. if I'm groping you a lot. Is that's okay. That's why. Especially I work since for we you. went through <laughs> sharp. <laughs> <my very laughs> yeah, it was like, those long nights in the snow truck area. Yeah, it was like, it was very like, nice groping, man. Well, he's apologizing because we had our sharp training today. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, privates keep your privates from other privates. <laughs> Man caught stealing Humvee from Fort Drum Range injures soldier. A soldier at Fort Drum, New York, was injured Thursday while subduing a man who attempted to steal a military vehicle from an installation training area. Like Army S4. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Zing. Sorry. I, actually, great guy, too. Uh, he is, but... He but it's it. true. It's true. Like a little bit. A little bit. Go yeah. on. Go on. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> Nathan J. McElhone who was unarmed, reportedly insinuated he had a weapon while attempting to brazenly steal a Humvee in front of a group of soldiers from the 10th Mountain Division 7th Engineer Battalion, according to releases from Fort Drum and New York State Police. He was thwarted by soldiers who subdued... Thwarted. Halt, evildoer. uh, And detained him until military police and Fort Drum emergency service personnel arrived. The soldier who was hurt during a scuffle suffered minor injuries per the release and was treated on the scene by the unit's medics. I would have just let him keep this piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, I was making it off the range anyways. So yeah, let him it's keep a it fucking Humvee. Like we're upgrading right? anyway. Let him, soon. let him PMC us. You know how many we left in Afghanistan? <laughs> yeah, I know. Once what's, again, what's one more? We have a problem. What's on one this. more? We're back oh. on this again. In fact, come to our motor pool. We got a bunch of <laughs> shitty ones you want to. At least this one's going to an American. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, no. Cool. Got, you got beat up because you're like, oh, don't touch my Humvee. I would have been like, fucking take it, dude. Right. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this fucking guy come See up. No I'd evil. be like, no evil. Yeah. not my fucking problem. That that yeah. sounds like somebody over in at the fucking Weeble. range too, right? Like you got you got a fucking gun. You know when you're called when you're <laughs> you called got... out on the carpet in front of the commander on top. You know, hey, he said he was range control. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy, I'm gonna take over some audio here. Because you're not doing your fucking job. It's oh. Okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's day one. Day one. I didn't mean to bash you that way. Oh. No, you did. No. <laughs> yeah, I did. We're, we're clipping. There's people clipping everywhere. So going back to the chaplain's how not to date an asshole. Program, <laughs> <laughs> Pull that picture up. Who's that guy? Oh, no. Wrong one. Hold uh, on. Let me get rid of that one. And that's the one. That's, that's the one. Oh, man. No, it's me. That was a great talk. We that was an amazing built talk. Fucking is that you? That's yeah, me, man. Yeah. That's before we had the uh, white picket fence and the fake grass and the patio. You can see the mailbox. There, mailbox. So. None of our signage. It looks like up. you're going to do something a little yeah, funny. Yeah, where was this? just did something a little funny. Fort McCoy. I, maybe on somebody. I think, yeah, I just jerked off on something in there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I was oh, my fun. shoes. My <laughs> shoes. <laughs> my boots. I just shined. Wait, we don't do that, that anymore. That was always the worst part about Iraq going to your fucking post at like zero dark 30 and you got the night vision goggles on and you walk up and the entire post just glows in the fucking dark mm-hmm. <laughs> every port of john is just <laughs> there's come everywhere like how did you get it on the 240 golf yeah. oh. <laughs> i gotta put my hand and cheek on that oh man that's why it's so hard coming birds. back home it's on the commander's, never get it up again. It's on the commander's forehead what Whoa. what did he do oh my god i love how dirty you fuckers are it's <laughs> so great all right, dude. All right, who wants this next one? This is. I'll oh, just keep going. Well, I can't take it. <laughs> oh, I know you can't. Sorry, I fucking fucked up. Yeah, right yeah. Uh, episode. Cool. I feel like it's EP one one one. Anyway, or O one one. Whatever. Yeah, here we go. All right, you ready for it? You here do. we go. Air Force Captain Honor for cleaning aircraft toilet. The Air Force applauded an aircraft maintenance officer who took it upon herself to service the lavatory, also known as sucking the shit out. Aboard <laughs> <laughs> an aircraft in her charge last month a task typically performed by enlisted airmen. 
Captain Aaron Walsh of the 380th Expeditionary Aircraft Maintenance Squadron stationed at Aldafra Air Base in the UAE was praised for being willing to step out and lead from the front by learning how to service the lavatory aboard a KC-10 extender, an aerial refueling tanker that can also carry cargo and passengers. Ha! So she got it she's because she was an officer. Let's just be honest and put that one out there. Right. Yeah. Did on. she get like an award for Check it? Out this oh, probably. I got another picture of it. The watch her. That's her in full like full mop gear over there in the so corner. So she's not. It. She's not. But she's look, the one wearing the actual right. safety look at the, gear. Look at the enlisted gear. Just got rubber gloves. <laughs> yeah. On, just holding the shit. Right. She's <laughs> like <he> smelling <laughs> the tube. Yeah. It like, looks oh. like he's sniffing yeah, the tube. She made me do it. He was prior marine when Air Force. You know. Got good cheesy scores. Went fuck it. I'm gonna go that way. And again, this is the shit that comes up now since we're not at war. She got a fucking. We're gonna praise you for cleaning out this shitter. Did she get like a medal or anything for it? Well, I mean, we uh, gave I her. One. Not, I gave her man. a good job one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, a good job. I thought that was called up. doing your job. Yeah. Well. Oh. Well, Ooh. she's the pilot, man. So she, you know, she's got a fucking. Even it's probably right. her shit. Oh shit! I'm hitting buttons that I'm not supposed to be. Here. Hey, nothing's wrong with that. Hey, what's up? You can put Hacking him up. Button. I mean, your name came up. I know. What? Look at that. Don't drink four hours before the show. <laughs> Well, I got amped up, and schedules were all messed up today. So I yeah. started like, all right, 2 o'clock's good. Oh, but then you drink two hours before a battalion <laughs> yeah, formation. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right, so the, the the captain there, that's funny. What a retard. I guess. Yeah. Only okay. to go for a five-mile battalion run. All right, uh, it's that time of the show. Oh, jeez. Sorry. That time of the show, we're going to do uh, the Poke Pro. Poke Pro. Poke Pro. We salute you. Yes. And our Poke Pro, who wants this one? It's going to be, yeah, you, yep. All right. Army Sergeant Anthony Tunstall. An Army Sergeant put his life-saving training to the test, reviving a seemingly lifeless child who had drowned in the waters of Hawaii. Good on you, man. Sergeant Anthony Tunstall was working with Task Force Oceania near Honolulu, Hawaii, on August 11th. He was visiting the Polynesian Cultural Center when their escort pulled the child from the waters of the Tongan Lagoon. Tunstall, a trained emergency medical technician basic, conducted first aid and CPR on the child. Other soldiers called 911 while Tunstall uh, continued life-saving measures, which helped revive and stabilize the child until the paramedics arrived. The child was taken to a nearby medical center in Honolulu and later transferred to another center before being released. Good on Good on you, man. Good for him. Dude, what a fucking awesome Joe, right? There you go. Yeah, I was actually stationed in Hawaii, and you know what? Sometimes out there, man, those waters, they get pretty gnarly. They 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 get bad. It gets bad out there. The fact you said gnarly makes me. Gnarly. I know you were. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> that's like legit. Like search up, yeah. brother. Yeah. Well, Sergeant, here to see you, brother. Oh, right. yeah, absolutely, man, dude. Cheers to the Pogue Pro. Awesome. You know, that's all we had in the story. I don't know what else <laughs> happened after that. I, I also got a little lazy. Child lives. Child <laughs> we're lives. Good. good enough, right? Un- yeah. Unlike the officer, he only gets a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good observation on that one. Oh man. Uh, well, we're gonna get into. We'll put you in for a certificate of achievement. Do you send them one? <laughs> yes. Why don't we, we print one we out and send it to COAs them? for everybody? Oh my god. That's yeah. We should have Semper Hua COAs. All right. That might uh, actually Jones, be a good way to start yeah. getting on that. All right. Just okay. Just not right after the show. Right yeah. Yeah. Show. Not right now. You, Slip you, in the reenlistment papers underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that carbon copy paper. Ah, you almost had me. Okay. I'll As someone it. almost signed her in death papers not too long ago. Uh, actually, I have to do mine like next week. Yeah. Oh my god. You old Ed. fuck. Speaking of scumbags. This is the scumbag moment. You suck. It is time for the scumbag service members of the week. And who's our first one up here? National Guard John Clements Noel or Noel. Noel. Oh gosh. Piece of Newell. shit. 
John Clements Newell, 31, of Livingston, is charged with felony aggravated sexual intercourse without consent and fel- felony strangulation. He does have that rapey vibe. Yeah. Is it all strangulation felony? Like, they label well, it could be consensual strangulation. Okay, I guess you're, you're right. Never mind. Autoerotic. You know. That's true. That's true. On August 19th, the Lewis and Clark County Sheriff's Office deputy responded to Fort Harrison for reports of a sexual assault. The deputy made contact with the victim who alleged that the previous night, Noel had entered her room without permission and raped and strangled her. Court documents state the defendant put his hand on the victim's throat and pinned her against the wall, mm. touched her chest, attempted to kiss her several times. He's also accused of attempting to take her off her shirt, pinning her to the bed with his body weight, and <laughs> slapping her several times. One consensual sounds like a great fucking time. Right. I was going to say. Like, Without this... the consent, it becomes a fucking issue. Yeah. No, guy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Like, some of this was coming off kind of erotic. And I'm like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait this is all like rapey as fuck. <laughs> like if it, if it wasn't rapey. I'm like, Fifty Shades of Fort Bragg like, This over is here. the kind of shit I talked to my wife going. Like, hey, yeah. I was like, oh. Maybe we can try. But she didn't want any of this. And he's a piece of shit for that. So, yeah. Yeah. There's kind of that big defining line there. Right. Well, yeah. Well, you well, come up on a special priest in the brig for, for guys like that. Yeah, so yeah. he'll yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It will be done unto him, and he will not enjoy it. Mm. They're gonna, I don't know, pin him with their Maybe. body weight. If he's Maybe. like anything like some, he might enjoy it. <laughs> Very <laughs> true. Getting pegged left and right. <laughs> had to hear that story from the guy today. Ooh, that's all I got. That's all I'm saying. After the boy likes getting pegged, he wasn't hey, the one getting pegged. Well, now you talk about other things, but. <laughs> offline, offline, <laughs> offline, offline, offline. I don't know. I'm trying to defend you here, Sam. I don't know. He said three. Fa- anyway. anyway. All right. Yeah. Next fucking scumbag, Petey, hit it up. All right. Oh, oh, this piece of shit. Uh, Army Colonel David Harris. Another one. Another one. Oh, yeah, we're double arming this one. Yeah, Army's been uh, shitbaggy this week, or yeah. this past month. Big Army. There's a lot of us. Though. An Army Reserve Colonel is charged with child sex crimes in three different states, including new accusations made public by Florida authorities, according to local news reports and police statements. Colonel David Harris, an infantry officer, also qualified as a foreign area officer for the 76th Operational Response Command, works as a supervisory special agent for the FBI. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. You know what FBI like stands for, right? Forever bothering Italians. <laughs> uh, according to Louisiana. What was the other one? Female body inspector. <laughs> yeah, but this was a kid, so. Oh, yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked Filipino boner Yeah, you should feel like shit now. Filipino boner. <laughs> what? According to Louisiana State <laughs> Patrol release, he was working for the FBI's Internet Crimes Against Children Unit. What the fuck, so guy? He's, yeah, working. Yeah, there. in Baltimore when the investigation began in February 2021, the advocate reported. The release said investigators found evidence of criminal acts by Harris involving both adult and juvenile victims with incidents occurring as far so back as 2016. Basically, his job, he was... Uh, so he was like using his position, his job, to probably find to find victims. Or, or at least he knew the fuck. playbook because he was investigating all these picture. other fucks. Mm. Harris has pleaded not guilty to all charges so far. He remains in jail without bond. That's okay. Give him the own recognizance bond, and we'll meet up with him and take care of the issue for you guys. <laughs> Come on, Semper Homo. That's right. Well, at what point? I mean, if, if he's working for the FBI doing that stuff after a couple of years, I'm sure eventually I don't agree with what happened, but it's going to fuck with your head after a while watching that stuff day after day. Oh, I'm sure it does. But I, I, and I and feel I'm sure like, those yeah. specialized units that deal with, especially like child sex abuse or like, you know, all the uh, predatory child like pornography and stuff. I know that they have like huge uh, like checks and balances to the system to make sure that agents aren't uh, using those mediums in order to commit crimes themselves. Okay. And cool. there's a yeah, lot of behavioral awesome. health stuff that they have to go along the way because of how traumatizing those crimes are as well. Yeah, too. yeah I would sooner off myself than touch a child. But okay. yeah, but uh, yeah, that what a piece of okay shit in my book. Like I said, we'll, that, t- we'll so. take care of the problem. Send them over to yeah, us. Yeah, come on by. Come on uh, by. It won't be an aired episode though. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> 
it's special. Bomb fights. Yeah, bomb fights. You gotta pay for it. You know, yeah. you we'll charge extra. admission. Oh, it depends yeah. on how I'm good we can block it. the IP address. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we go through IP oh. vanish around here. There you go. Hopefully. You oh, finally a Navy guy. Uh, Seaman apprentice Ryan Sawyer Mays thinks he's in. Uh, uh, wait. Seaman, was it like an E2? Seaman Apprentice, it, it's, it's E2, I think it is. I don't speak Navy. So. I thought it was just a stain Isn't on it like the wall. Seaman Apprentice, oh, that's E2, people? right, or something like that? Yeah, Seaman Apprentice better. would be a E2. Okay, E2? okay. Yeah, I think E2. Right. Right. He would know better. Like, you, you work for these guys. You, you work, work with for them. these guys. Yeah. You know? Oh, no, we were in the men's department. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> this I know. I know. That beard's fucking rock. Uh, well, another reason why I only know two is because I did Navy ROTC in high school. We're going to get to that. I got some Q&A on that. Don't give away all your secrets. Yet. And you said you were Chicago. Where did you go? Like Taft? Yep. Ah, there you go. See? Okay. Fucking give right. it over. Ah, shut up. Went questions. there specifically for the ROTC program. There you go. Because yeah. I didn't want to go to Amundsen, and I was too dumb to get into Lane. I went to Lane. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Navy has charged Ryan Sawyer Mays with starting a fire a in July 2020 that destroyed the USS Bonhomme Richard, an amphibious assault ship that became engulfed in an inferno for days as the ship was docked in San Diego, I California. I remember I watching that. Yeah. That was bad. The Navy oh, announced man. it was charging the sailor on a response to evidence found during the criminal investigation into the fire, which caused so much damage to the ship that the Navy decided to scrap it altogether. The service concluded in November 2020 that it would take at least five years and more than $3 billion to get the ship back up and running. Dang. Eh, just get a new ship. It would have cost more than $1 billion to modify the ship Ooh. to a different type of vessel, such as a hospital ship. Mace has been charged under the UCMJ with allegedly violating Article 110, improper hazarding of a vessel, and Article 126, aggravated arson. I'm sure they could slap up. I think more they gave him the, the bill too for like the billion bucks. Must have been one hell of a joint. You're right. <laughs> so how'd you burn the ship down? Well, see so, what had happened, sir, was right. you know Bonk his Maui Wowi. A little more on this, <laughs> if you wanna Jonesy you wanna research this guy a little bit. Uh he was uh, I'm pretty sure w- failed out of buds too. So he had some like fucking deep fucking seated shit for the Navy after they failed. Oh, him. so there's okay. a little more backstory about yeah. this, little co- this little cocksucker. Once again, cocksucker's okay. You like sucking cock? That's great. Well, what like ninety seven percent of people fail out of buds, anyways, and you're gonna have a grudge right. against such a high well, turnout rate like so, that. Yeah, but so. what did he set on fire that caused an entire goddamn navy vessel? Can to we get be a little more? I mean, isn't it all made of steel anyway? <laughs> and don't they have like fire prevention measures for that reason? Yeah, that's what or they, they train still required for. To, like, I like this. Drag drag hoses. Unless he was like walking around just pulling like shit everywhere, incendiary grenades. <laughs> and just, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. That's actually, you, I, you know, I didn't actually media. think about that much. That's it, you're right, though. These things are meant for it. That's a right. lot of damage. Jones, you got anything on this? Yeah. So the fire apparently started in the lower storage area where no one was apparently down there he except was smoking for him. Joint. Yeah. Uh, it was cardboard boxes, rags, and other maintenance supplies that were left basically in a closed container. And he probably and disabled the fire system the fire. just like we do in the Humvees to smoke. Okay, yeah. Probably rag soaked with oil from the motor pool. <laughs> God, look at Let's put dumps. everything that's, that's flammable in this corner here, <laughs> so that it can affect of the re- it can affect the rest of the ship. But that, it won't. That cost though more than no three one's billion. Go down there. Yeah, so get it that case of J bombs looks like a good place to flick my cigarette. <laughs> 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 Sorry, J dams, not J bombs. J dams. Yeah. Hey, I get it. Wow. Trump used one, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Wow, he fucked some shit up with that one. I remember that one. Was that like? Three years ago? You're talking about the Moab. Oh, it was the Moab. Mother used. of all bombs. Sorry, that's right. He used the Moab. Which went into the... It's uh, going to be huge. That's where I brain farted. I believe it was in the Torabora Mountains over there where uh, all, the, all the Al-Qaeda's in Yeah, uh, that's Afghanistan. what it was. It was that Moab. Sorry, it just threw me yeah. off. I was like, I th- that big old I don't know why JDAM threw me off and made me think of that. Yeah, that was sick. Because J-Bot's over there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
All right. The G, but I mean, I'm a lot of people talk shit about the Air Force, but you know what? Their combat controllers, man, they can put mm. a fucking. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, they they can put they a through a sunroof. Right. So ninety-seven percent of the Air Force, I'll make fun of every single day. Yeah. Right, the three percent that are like the TACPs and their controllers and all that shit, PJs, man. And they yeah, also PJ got a new uh, all the soft guys, yeah. except the weathermen. They got the uh, special forces what weathermen. What a cherry gig, by the way. Oh right. my gosh, I work with some of those guys in the, in Germany. Yeah, it's like thirteen of them to just basically walk in once a day for a brief and go. Well, weather in Europe is going to be like oh my god, sixty-seven percent humidity. An awesome job. <laughs> well, hey, if you want to hit the beach, man, that's good information to know. Oh, right, <laughs> I mean, or you just. Like when a part of Europe and like literally there's twelve of you to tell the fucking a general what the weather's gonna be for the week. Like that's your job in the morning to brief a general. Go, yeah, you could have googled this shit, you retard. But uh, here he is. It's gonna be seventy five and sunny because it's fucking June in Go Germany. And look up. <laughs> yeah, it. You know what? It so, might rain. I don't know. It's gonna be a fuck. Are you kidding me? It's the weather. It's unpredictable as fuck. Right. I mean, it's yeah. like when we went to that field statement. sanitation class, right? And they're teaching us how to read yeah. the wet bulbs and all that stuff to get your you know heat cap for today and all this other stuff. And he literally goes to the instructor and like, just pull off fucking Googles and you'll know yeah. how like humid it is today. <laughs> I, went, I was like, this is stupid. Like, wait, well, proper prior planning. You should like, always have your rain jacket with you anyways, just in case. Uh, yes, right. I get this. But like, dude, I was just so annoyed with that fucking class. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I know we have internet fucking in down range. <laughs> like, you can yeah. Google what the fucking weather's going to be. Like, oh. I mean, it's kind of hard when you're like right, fucking awesome. 13 clicks outside the wire. I mean, it's shit, not 19 know, fucking 45 <laughs> where it's like Nagasaki, like, ah, oh, shit, 1700 degrees. Fuck. That's See, I'm going to play the jarhead card here. We we wanted it to be as shitty as possible. Yeah. Well, because it matches the anger deep down. <laughs> <laughs> it just like digs it out further. Yeah. <sighs> it's like you kept us hold up this whole fucking time. We're going to go in and fuck some shit up with some weather. Yeah. And instead, you're sending us out at high noon. <laughs> All right, it is. Uh, let's get into it. Our uh, military movie review. You. Yeah. Uh, normally, uh, you know, he has to guess. He wants something. He didn't want to pick anything. He was fine with it. I said, all right, we're gonna wing it. But you know, at the same time, uh, I decided. I, I think I put I pulled the trigger on it. Twelve strong. Yeah. No, I was gonna be that jarhead asshole that picks like. Jarhead. Jarhead or <laughs> jarhead. metal jacket <laughs> or something like that. But. Which I think we did that one already too. Oh, I'm sure you did it a couple of times. So uh, yeah. If you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> so, 12 Strong from 2018. Uh, 12 Strong tells the story of fir- the first Special Forces team de- deployed to Afghanistan after 9-11. Under the leadership of a new captain, the team must work with Afghan warlords to take o- down the Taliban. Boy, how did that work out? So, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> for the movie, which is written off a of book two, is uh, Horse Soldiers. Yep. Is the name of the movie. <laughs> uh, this is a very, the movie's 90% there. Yeah. For truth and on, on point inaccuracy, yeah. inaccuracy, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. For a movie, cool. it's actually book, pretty good. And actually, and mission true. statements if, if everything was released. It so you got Crim- like Chris soldiers. Hemsworth as uh, Captain Mitch Nelson. You know, good old dreamy Hemsworth, the Thor there. You know, finally doing you know American role. Yeah, yeah. his accent was kind of shitty though. Uh, Michael Shannon uh, is playing uh, the Chief Hal Spencer, uh, which, which was my favorite role. But yeah, uh, you know. cool guy. Cool guy. Yep. One of my favorite, though, Michael Pena in this Fuck one. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Really? I don't like you don't Pena like him? at all. Man. Oh, my God. Why? I fucking and, love. I don't know. This role just like. He was a crusty sergeant in this I know one. who he was, except yeah. it just pisses me off. Why? I don't know. Why? His face. I like I think his guy. face. Like, I just want to punch him. It's his second uh, a cool 9-11 guy. movie, by the way. Right. For him. Right. Uh, I love Pena. Actually, I think he was in. Um, shit, I just had it. Uh, HBO series for the Marine Corps. Um, Get the fuck out. Generation Kill. He was in that too. I think he was. Right. In Jamie, look it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's look that up, Jones. He's a, I think he's actually been in quite a James. few military movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I was an extra in a movie like oh, shoot, it is like shot. No, it was it was a small budget, but uh, I mean, I didn't meet him personally, but I did see him from like actually from where I am to where you are. I was like, oh crap, it's Michael Pena from The Shield. I keep forgetting he was in that too. God damn, yeah, yeah. Great uh, also, Netflix. Rob Riggle. Yeah. Riggle, yeah. Riggle, yeah. Riggle, Riggle. Well, I'll, I'll give that guy credit. Yeah. 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 Marine, Jarhead, Colonel, yeah. and he fucking but he's funny a as shit. He you is, know, he I'm is. sure it was a little weird for him to go army side, but he did it, you know, mm-hmm. fucking really well. Coming I want to see the outtakes on that. Oh, my God. Because you know <laughs> he, he was yeah. talking yeah. so... I don't want to wear this guy. He does everything so fucking well, though. Oh, yeah. He turns that switch on, and I'm like... He, I know, but he's funny and good. Like, he just... like When I watched him there, I was just like, okay, I know who this guy is. I know he's done this. Like... I saw a guy that was like literally like this wasn't even a job for him. He was like, "This yeah. is natural. It's all natural." I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like him just like yelling at a fucking O three like, uh, fuck off. <laughs> like I was like, ah, it's like yeah, yeah. I know this guy. Like yeah. All right. Here's another name that a lot of people don't know, but he's been in a lot of good shit. William Fitchner. He he played as a uh, Colonel Mulholland. Yeah. Who's that again? Uh, Colonel uh, William Fitchner. He was in uh, Black Hawk Down. He yep. was one of the FS dudes in that or SF dudes. He in was that. a Delta guy. That's yeah, this guy. That's him right there. That's ah, there. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was actually really good in the movie. It was yeah, in, he was, uh, yeah. was that Dark Knight? Uh... He, was in, he was in Dark he was Knight. He was in Prison yeah, Break. He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, Prison Break yeah. was really good in that uh, shit. Armageddon? Yeah, he but was. Yeah. The yeah. Longest Yard? The one, yep. I, the one I want to throw in, the gentleman I'm going to mention her after that, it was, uh, was it Elsa Pataki, their uh, fucking Hemsworth's real wife, which was played his wife in this sh- mm-hmm. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. That's his real wife? Yeah. Oh, snap. That's his real wife. Those tits and ass, that's all his. Everything he was groping there, I was like, God damn, that's nice. Yeah, right that's there. Not, yeah. Well, the viewers. Good for you, Chris. Yeah. Good, good for, for you. you. <laughs> your millions of so, dollars and your worldwide popularity. Yeah. Good for you. So I got some notes on this uh, since uh, Sam yeah, didn't show up here. All oh. right, we, we discussed a little bit, you know, Rob Riggle being, you know, the shit there. All right. Uh, what I liked in, in the beginning of the movie was, like, they showed everybody being glued to the TVs as, like, mm-hmm. the attacks were happening. You know? Well, shit, weren't we all? Right? Yeah. Like, like, yes. But they, they did a good job just fucking showing that. You know, I really enjoyed that. Once again, Pena being crusty from the beginning. I throw that crap out there. I, I, I don't know why you hate him. I just don't like him. Stop I don't looking know. on your the, phone. Be professional. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Battle like Assembly hasn't again? ended yet. Oh, are you still on it? <laughs> are you still fucking working right now? Jesus Christ. All right. So the chief, to me, was like running the show a little bit behind the scenes for a lot of things, you know. Love how he convinced like Rob Riegel's character to fucking like oh keep him on keep the you know yeah. captain on all that shit after he's being left off yeah that was good I think they did a great job like showing the family aspect on everything yeah yeah, yeah. Right, they were, like Pena trying to fucking bang his wife you know before he leaves she denies just like, the tip. Come, just come you go, just, just the tip. Tip. <laughs> see that's what I love of the that's but, a Friday yeah no I get it I you know <laughs> yeah. but it was like I'm leaving for war baby come on let me fuck you she's like no. Save it till you get back, so you come back to me. I was like, all right, that's actually legit. I could see yeah, that, right? right? Yeah, you know? like the other family's being worried. Like you know, the chief was talking to his wife and this and that shit. You know, the son comes up, oh, you're going again. Especially the guys like was supposed to retire, but yeah, he didn't because he yeah. fucking stayed on for, you know, that's all <clears throat> legit, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, so when they get in country, first thing, miss those DCUs. You boys never fucking rock those shits. The fuck is a DCU? Desert, desert camouflage. You had your desert camis. We had our desert camis. The DCUs, the big old tri wide ones. You had your cool like deserts that you had. So our DCUs, because we had BDUs and DCUs. You joined in when they had. Uh, I was actually right on the. The, the break the break of that um, 
where they start started going more into like the digital yeah for the marine corps right 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 so but you had the the marpath digis but you had your your force and your deserts though right yeah. so for we're talking for, about these guys right here yeah. okay keep showing that oh thing. yeah from like yeah. jarhead days hey yeah. start yeah. Someone's showing pictures yeah. up there god damn it jones you're getting paid for this isn't that when you had to crease those <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. Throw Not so much the desert ones when you're deployed. I mean, fuck that shit, right? Yeah, but right. In a garrison no. environment. Yeah, so we RTUs. had our BDUs and we had our DCUs. Yep. DCUs. Starched. Sh- show a picture of DCUs up there. Let's bring it up there. Here, I'll, I'll hit the quick tab on that one whenever you're fucking ready to find one. Hey, yeah, that looks like it. I already hit the button. <laughs> It's all right. It's the first day in the job. I don't know. Oh, like so what are the fear, first few pictures up there? Is that, what, is that what else you got? Show me another DCU. Show me something bigger. What is this? Yeah, what, what is that? What's that? What's that one? Oh. That's, that's a DCU. How does that? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Let's go full screen on that one. That was like a <laughs> mesh top. What do you mean? Oh, that's pretty nice, too. But, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, back to DC. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that should be that a standard issue. Yeah, that was in my clothing bag allowance. First day on the job. That's Can you imagine following here. that in like a battalion formation run or something? Like, hey, I'll, is, I'll keep running. Yeah. Keep on going. How you get me to pass PT? 24-mile 24, yeah. run. If you can touch it, if you can get to me, you can touch it. Right. Oh, man. Back to the movie. So I already brought up uh, <laughs> William Fitchner after that. All right. Uh, so Hemsworth being like super cocky. But like spot on, like to get the mission. Like he was like overconfident, but yet right. he fucking sold his yeah. shit to get a mission. But then he also backed his shit up because he was knowledgeable and like had a good understanding. Oh, absolutely. Of yeah, the that's the thing. Fucking, yeah, you know, uh, of the environment and everything. Yeah. And just... Absolutely. Uh, so I loved like the guys talking shit together. That was legit as fuck. Like throughout yeah. the movie, like everyone's like giving each other crap all the right. time. Like that's totally like, it like we're doing right home. here. Like, that's ninety percent of being deployed is giving each other shit. <laughs> that's, right. That's hundred percent military. What the fuck? No, yeah. like, that's like everything we're doing right here. Like. We're not deployed. We're sitting in my fucking basement. Like, this is what we're doing. You know, I love that shit. I love the fact that we all just shit talk and love each other and we're having fun. Yeah. You know? yeah. I thought it was always undisclosed location. Yeah. Well, I didn't give the address out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, don't put that out next. <laughs> I was tempted. One, three, f- stop! <laughs> Jones anyway. like, I got it up here. It's like Google Maps. Here's the Google Maps street view. <laughs> the, only, the only thing you do right. <laughs> All right, notable oh, line man. why they're uh, in their fucking base before they go out. They go, that's a that's what I call a target-rich environment. I love that line, something about it. Yeah. Just being a bunch of tallies out there in the open. Uh, right after that was, uh, so they hop on the, uh, the, the fucking Chinook, So, which I loved the Chinook Air Wing Boys. The fucking chillness of them was spot on. The laid oh, back, gosh. no fucks yeah. given, spot on with them. They, yeah. like, they were so like, what's up? Like, and you know they, those they were a bunch like of high as fuck too. Oh, they're one sixty so SOAR guys for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So Captain Nelson there, Hemsworth uh, goes over there, tells the guys like Chinooks can't fly at twenty thousand feet. The guy go not gonna flat at dudes like twenty five thousand. <laughs> yeah. He goes back, yeah. Like, How's it gonna take us? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, wow. So, like, I'm like, yeah, that's totally them. Like, if we die, we die. Airwing bros all the way. I'm like, yeah, we'll find out, bro. Right. Like, smoking a joint, having a good time. <laughs> all right. Now, Chief Hal, uh, solid but corny as fuck, dude. Like, dad jokes mm-hmm. throughout the whole well, fucking movie. Well, he's the old timer in a group. He is. Yeah. He is. And, like, yeah. he, by the way, that's actually his second. Uh, 9-11 movie as well mm-hmm. He was in World Trade Center As well with Michael Pena right. yeah. He's actually the guy The Marine that finds Michael Pena Buried mm-hmm. underneath Which No oh, dang I watched like every 9-11 movie This last week after I'm just yeah. like, 
fucking fuel my shit. <laughs> you know? Well, and, you know, like one of the memes we shared on uh, Semper Hua, you know, I mean, for our generation of OEF, IOIF uh, bets, I mean, 99% of us, that's the reason why we joined. Yeah. You know, it's like so many of us grew up with that image ingrained in our heads. You know, except I mean, for Jaybot back there, he was just like, well, you got, he joined before he goes, fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah. He forged oh. his Filipino birth certificate. He was really 14. <laughs> joined he... in 2000. I'm like, God damn it, I guess I won. I'm just here for the college. Right. Yeah. He enlisted when he was still, 14. Hey, you know, well, he, he that's what I told my mom. I wanted to be, I wanted to play G.I. Joe, man. All right. He did a good job, man. You still have to play a couple of times, man. Yeah. I'm not going to give yeah. you yeah. shit even credit for sticking with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have went and like, what am I doing in my right mind? Fuck this. I could. You should. You should have left. For my Filipino fathers. No, I told him, hey, mom, I can still go to college. Oh, I want you to finish college. <laughs> so you can be a mailman. You have you have to become an officer. I'm like. <laughs> oh, good shit. All right, back, back, back. Anyway, back, I'm back. sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. Sorry. All right, so uh, really they, you know, they meet up with the Northern Alliance in the fucking movie. I love right. They gift them fucking vodka. Right. And they're yeah. like thinking like, they're like, oh, you're giving Muslims fucking this and that. But mm-hmm. they hand over to Dostum. The fucking yep. bottle, and he goes, "Okay." Well, because chances oh, yeah. are, when the Russians were there, they were chugging they were that shit left and right. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. But it's also right. like going into that, you know, environment. How little we knew, and how little intel- intelligence preparation and battlefield was done, other than you know what the CIA guys were doing while the Russians, while they were fighting Russians, right? That's very little info we had. But I mean, we had so little intelligence going on. Yes and no, though. I mean, we knew, we knew, and we didn't, though. You know, we had the intelligence, but I wouldn't say it was. It wasn't trickled oh, down to the appropriate right. levels. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, you know, I guess that's where I'm going, right? Right, right. I get, I get what you're saying. So, I mean, you don't know that, you know, Terry X, you know, down to the wire that, yes, he prefers, you know, Russian vodka because right, right, you know, right, he's no, part no, of no. Mujahideen or whatnot. Not that deep. But I like the fact that, you know, he drinks it and it's like, right. everybody's like, ooh, nice. And then he, well, even better, well, like when he busts out, like, the English. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. he's like, oh, I didn't tell that guy I spoke English. Yeah, I love it. Fuck that guy, the CIA guy. I love that, yeah. So yeah, right, right where they're there, they're you know the notable line once again is the graveyard of empires, and we're in it, which is you know the standard this two thousand years of yeah. That's with all that writing on the wall that they had. Mm-hmm. It's, you mm-hmm. know. All right, so uh, the same time, same thing. By that, General Dustin uh, waiting to talk to, wanting to talk to the chief instead of Captain Nelson because he was the older guy. That he was saw, the older like, guy. The Culturally, you know, yeah. old men talk to old men, right? Know? And you know, Nelson was the younger guy, even though in real life. Yeah, he still was. He was 32 years old at the time, so they got that kind of right, right. age-wise, except for the real Nelson to not look as handsome as Hemsworth there. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Show me how many fucking SF dudes about to say, let's Maybe say. SEALs do. That's more of a SEAL thing, to look pretty. Get the hair going. No, you, you got know. a bunch of fucking SF all those that are pretty. And I know your department looks pretty yeah. good there. I know men, especially. Especially when they... Everyone looks a little pretty. Especially... You're a lot prettier than some. It's a lot. We'll get you over there. Yeah. It's a lot easier. A lot easier to look at. A lot easier to look at. We're writing your NCR right now. Promote above peers. Yeah. (laughs) Sam's getting replaced with Bilbo here. Sam can be the ice guy. Yeah. Sam, we need ice. (laughs) Put him in the closet. (laughs) But this is my show. (laughs) That's what happens. You skip out, fucker. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, during that same speech we're talking about, they're all meeting up, you know, after the chief. Says, yeah, that's my captain. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So the captain goes off to him. He goes, take me to Taliban. Okay, we go. Right. <laughs> just love it. Yeah. Just sitting there. He's like, all right, we go. Like, right. It's like no big deal. Like, get the fucking on a horse. And then like always later on in a, in a movie too, it's like, 
Eh, we attack tomorrow. Yeah, Not today. Like, We're already like, here. We're, I love, like, I We're in our battle positions and shit. But like, it's eh, like we being attack in the tomorrow. south. I love it. Right. Everything's a little slowed down. Right. Like, uh, what's that actor? I liked him. He was oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. good. Very good. He's oh, in, and um, the other guy, too, that... Um, the only the only part of the movie that I can think of is when he he shot the uh, the mother of the two daughters. Oh, yeah, the, the guy, um, the Razo. Yeah, he he's been in a lot of That's military movies also, and he's actually I I do like him. Can I, I do like up, both of them actually. Um, uh, yeah, first of all, that image of the sexiness, by the way, uh, go full screen. Oh wow, is, oh, wow. is that oh, the guy man. that was supposed to be there? Like, yeah, they did some really oh, good. He actually uh, looks really casting there. Yeah, strike from Sensworth. He's he's not a bad actor. No, no. Wow, it's I'd go gay for. No wonder why people are always calling me Chris. Sometimes. Yeah, you got, I could see yeah it must be the hair. I could see it, it's definitely the hair <laughs> and the eyes. For, definitely the eyes for sure. Yeah. 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 People they, said I'm a little taller though. Yeah. They so. But he did not have killer eyes. Oh, yeah. uh, that, that 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 that's one of the things I Pull remember up, from the a, movie. Yeah. The Dustum, uh, the General Dustum, and the actual one. You got that one up at all? If you can find that with the, yeah, I know that's if you're looking at your Googling, it's got to be like right there. Yeah, there you go. See, there's the real one. Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah, even better, man. Fuck, I love having a Jamie. This is great. I paid him in pizza today. Fantastic. They actually did really, really well with finding a Afghan to cast as. Dolphin. Yeah, I know. He looks fucking identical. What nationality is he? Uh, he's Tajik. Is he? In in, in reality? Because I remember he was. Uh, they said he was. Well, the actor or the actor? Yeah. Who are we talking? Are you talking about the actor or the actual? No, uh, the Dolphin? actual actor. I don't know. I'm still trying to find his name. But yeah. uh, IMDb, my but friend. The actual. Um, but actual Dostum, he's Tajik. Yeah, and he's he a, has a hell of a fucking history going back to even serving okay. uh, I communists. They said he's he looks Mexican to me. Yeah. Say I'm, I'm pretty racist, though. I Sorry. believe the guy's name is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me check, check yeah, he's phone. Afghan. Fahim Fazli. I really is he really? Racist. Afghan-born American film actor. Uh-huh. Wow. 55 years old. Born no, in I've Kabul. seen him in other stuff. I just don't know what the hell it was. Yeah. So, which, yeah, brings me to that. If you want to uh, Holy bring shit, up the, yeah. the tally guy, too, because... What they did was, it sounds weird when I say this, great job showing how the Taliban really are, though. They really did, though. Like, the way they, when they killed, like, the women. Yeah, yeah but it happens on like, a daily basis. They really basis. showed, like, they yeah. showed it, and they showed the passion. Uh, if you could show the act, I don't know. Like, I got you him. matching up that act. No, Num- I- Numan Akar is a Turkish-German actor and film producer. All right, well, let, let Jonesy fucking pull it up, because, like, I don't, you said you've seen him before, though? Yeah, I've seen him in a couple of things. That is with the t- too many TBIs and smoking of the joints and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Okay. But yeah, he's he's been in a few movies. Yeah, he played a, a pretty good tally there. I mean, yeah, he's put him as an He's in the and... Spider-Man, Far Wait, From who? Home. Yeah, well, was in Aladdin, him? the live action. Oh, okay. Homeland. Go figure. Jones, Aladdin you're being competing with Petey over here. I know, Petey man. Is fucking and I'm technologically retarded, dude. Yeah, he is. It was Harzadi. What's his name again? Harzadi. Oh, I forget. Raza. 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 Dostum was Uzbek on that. Dostum. Anyway. He wasn't Uzbek. Anyway, he was back, Tajik. Back to. No, it says he's a he's born an ethnic Uzbek. I did I did love in the movie like how the entire time the ODA team was like always worried they're being sold off. Oh, well, I mean, that's, like a, that's like, a real yeah, right. Yeah. It is like, like yeah. uh, I feel like we're a fucking price tag the whole time throughout yeah. the movie. I thought that was like. But great. it was a good point, too, you know, and good on. I believe it was a chief that actually caught on to it. It's like, hey, he only brought you six horses. He's not selling the whole team away. If, just he, if he was just right. He was just uh, worried about, you know, so. Cut the deal. You, know, you got to be thinking on your feet. So, yeah, there's that. They did a good job with that one. All right. Uh, oh, which happened right. Out. So there's that, that supply drop that happened. 
the I love sell the, them back the gear. So this is yeah. the best part. Selling back the gear, right? Yeah. That's just great. <laughs> the local that's missing like half a finger and he's offering he goes up yeah. ten fingers. Yeah. He goes, is, is that, that nine and a half? Like, nine fifty ten nine fifty? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, I almost shit my pants with that one. That was uh, what man. killed me is the guy in the buggy driving yeah, horses driving and he has the full mop gear on. Yeah. Yeah. Just cruising along like yeah, I got see, your shit. So funny. Look, it could just see that that mop gear, that mask was not there and Right. 2001 see you know this these little fucking things yeah. but yeah that was fucking that was hilarious though yeah alright so uh, another thing that happened there like the colonel doubting Nelson and they sends another team you know I would get it too like oh you're not producing fucking results as a colonel it's totally fucking understandable I'd be like alright as a command in right. a command position I would totally do the same fucking thing wasn't even pissed off because they send it in he gets pissed I go dude but uh, you know how yeah. much is that like, rooted in so reality much, right where so hire much, makes these decisions and they don't understand sometimes the social dynamics of the implications of those old right decisions. and what's happening on the ground you know yeah. like uh, you know I mean we had That's, a ton in Iraq oh you know in Afghanistan yeah. same thing you know where you have such a tribal uh, you know society that sometimes pitching you know like the east side versus the west side or whatever else and that's going to create so many more dynamic issues and stuff. Yeah. But also think of the pressure. I get this it, right? right? I'm after just after saying, though. Three like, weeks after 9-11, you want results. you got Donald Rumsfeld fucking going, poking you. I get it. He's making decisions from the top. But again, it's the guy who boots on the ground I, that's got to you know, he's worrying, work so the That's the thing, effects. man. you gotta, you got to somehow pitch it. Yo, man. The thing is, I look at both sides of it. Yeah. Sorry, Jay, but no, I, I, I look at both sides of it, mm -hmm. and I see like the guy on the ground actually doing shit, and then I see the guy up top that can't see everything. Right. And go, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Fuck. 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 Right. I gotta call in another team here. I, mm -hmm. I gotta make mission here. No, I get it. Trust you me. Gotta, you gotta make it look like you're 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 yeah, doing you something. Figure this shit just, out, right? It's like moving the parts around just to appease, you know. Well, and it goes back to our whole strategy in, uh, in Afghanistan anyway. It's like, which warlord are we going to support that's going to give us mission, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really... You know. So, Duffelblog, I talked about this earlier. Duffelblog, this fucking great little fucking bit on this shit. <laughs> they go, uh, can you pull up the, the Duffelblog? Was it, I don't know. Was it the actual article? Because, like, yeah. they kept... Uh, I couldn't get around the paid firewall. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. You got to pull this up. It was something about Nelson reporting or Nielsen... Whatever they does, the rating things. Reports Afghanistan final episode higher highest ever seen in twenty se or twelve seasons or some oh, shit, geez. and they break it down and they basically describe like how Afghanistan Afghanistan started out as the show the Northern Alliance right and right it broke off into the show Afghanistan <laughs> and then sp spread it off to the tonight on The Bachelor who uh, gets the Jones, lucky rose Jones, you, you, got, you, you got this full screen this shit up all right and read it off a little bit huh if you can oh I know there's a lot asking there for you all right. So, fans of Afghanistan's longest-running military drama in U.S. history tuned in for the show's final numbers not seen in more than a decade, according to ratings company Nielsen. We are very grateful for our loyal fans who stayed with us all the way through. <laughs> Producer said in a statement, and we also appreciate the Fairweather fans who returned to complain about the long-awaited end. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Nielsen Only 20 says seasons the ratings long. were the highest since 2009. Two-part episode in which a U.S. soldier walked off his forward operating base <laughs> and the entire U.S. <laughs> Army mobilized to try and find him. Oh, shit. wonder who that was. Oh, oh, man. The show was originally began as a primetime miniseries, The Northern Alliance, which debut debuted in the fall of 2001. The series was an unqualified hit, and producers turned it into a full production that December after The Northern Alliance's climax, Loya Jerga, Shattered records for military-themed programming. <laughs> we completely blew away Gulf War's numbers, sources told the TV <laughs> trades at the time. <laughs> Afghanistan's strong start faltered some when a, a spinoff, Shock and Awe, 
began to air. The convoluted writing at one point, the show tried to convince viewers that the real villains of Northern Alliance were in Iraq. <laughs> Quickly soured large parts of the audience of both shows. No matter oh. how hard then executive producer Paul Wolfowitz tried, <laughs> audiences never bought the connection between the stor- two storylines. Over time, each series tried all the usual tricks, crossover appearances, surges of guest stars, <laughs> sex scandals involving major characters, but the audiences remained decidedly ambivalent. Even the show's loyal teepees derived from Thank You for Your Service, <laughs> which fans abbreviated into TYFIS, with their distinctive sun-faded yellow magnetic ribbons on the backs of pickup trucks, gradually <laughs> lost interest. What once was a frequent occurrence accompanied by purchased beer, coffee, or in-flight upgrade eventually became a dolorous, half-hearted greeting without even eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I haven't seen any uh, of those magnets for like three years. Oh, man. <laughs> Wrap it up a little bit. Even the 2011 episode in which principal villain Osama bin Laden was killed off did very well. He'd been gone for like eight years, and it was <laughs> obviously just a ratings pander. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, just stop it there. Bring us back, oh, to man. Oh man. All right, so oh, that, that was Duffel Vlogs. Duffel Vlogs thing. I, it, I I busted a gut listening to this shit. That was great. Like these guys get it. Like I'm not knocking boys that lost their shit and everybody had. It's just right. It was done so well. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the fucking movie that we're talking about here with the same same topic. All right, so I got into the great details they did in this fucking thing. So uh, they showed the contrails through the fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see that shit. Yeah, the mission reports, everything that comes up on that is yeah. about contrails because all B fifty twos are just flying over. They did a great job on that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, another detail I think they did great on is showing ODA SF guys tactically fighting pot pro- properly like mm-hmm. bodies forward right. weapons forward plates there they're gonna catch yeah them. you can definitely yeah. tell they had some sort of guidance or there's training a lot of advisors yeah. on it like you saw like everything was there like the way they even the gear was pretty spot on it yeah. was right. i mean so, i actually yeah. looked up every fucking thing and i couldn't even tell because like, i remember like, seeing the, the, the he was DC. thinking what he wanted to buy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was looking at that time like all right looking i was looking at the weapons like that makes sense the, the optics were fucking right on the comm gear was right on uh, oh, when the comm gear stopped working. That's mm-hmm. another thing, too. Like, legit- Radio Jesus is very angry right now. Yeah, something, was, something they rarely show. Legit, <laughs> uh, the only thing movies. I couldn't think of, like, when it was the uniform, was like, okay, so we had DCUs with, we didn't have pockets like that, but maybe the SF guys, because SF they guys always, always had, actually like, I think nice they, they had it, because I remember, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, like, our, we had our uh, our jackets and shit had it, but, like, the actual blouses didn't have it, but I'm sure those fuckers had whatever they wanted. Yeah. They're yeah. SF. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, other things I want to note on on this shit though is like uh, General Dostum educating Nelson throughout the movie, like mm-hmm. just always trying to like the whole growing because the older guy, younger guy, and then like the finally when they come together and understand each other, it's like. Ugh, yes. So I watched it with my wife, right? And she is the you know knows nothing about the military really and doesn't like take too much attention to it, right? But it stuck out to her, and she brought it up in conversation. And it makes a lot of sense. It's like uh, when Dostum goes uh, to. Uh, Hemsworth, and he's like, see, the problem with you guys is you have so many abo- men above you. Me, I only respond to God, right? Inshallah. And, and, right, inshallah, right? And that's so true. I mean, we have so many layers of bureaucracy and everything like that. There, they just make a decision, boom, go with it. And it's true. You know, hey, I make a decision, I'm either dead or I'm alive, yeah. right? It's yeah, in God's he actually, hands. He said a lot of really good things, and I, I actually wish I wrote a lot of them down. I might watch it again and keep some notes. Yeah. But he actually, he puts a lot of wisdom into them. He does. Right. Yeah. He really, he's yeah. like, hey, you know what? I've been fighting this longer than you've been alive. Yeah. yeah. 
I may know what I'm talking about. Right, and he has. And it's fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. insane. Like the guy's fought so many. Oh Jesus Christ! Like becomes a vice president too. Yeah, yes. all that shit. It's just fucking yeah. nuts, you know. In the real world. A uh, few things that I noted, I enjoy too. Love that the sec def fucking emailed them and was like <laughs> bitching about it, and then like Nelson like comes back at that cuck. And he goes, listen, motherfucker, you know the shit is on the ground. And then the motherfucker reads it out to the right. world. Like, legit. <laughs> yeah. And then the wife is like, yeah, that's, that's my, my guy. That's my boy. It's my big dick. Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh, wait till he gets uh, home. Thorcock. He's got the hammer and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got J-Bot all excited. Yeah, I did. Like, yeah. Oh, about Thor's guy. Oh, he blonde. doesn't know what I'm doing back here. I love blonde penises. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. It's you. All right. Uh, all right. Notable line. Oh, welcome so, to Samprahua. Yeah, yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. I don't give out too much to the rest of the movie even though we gave up almost something uh one of the notable lines by uh dostum was soon america will become another tribe here yep you will be cowards if you leave and you will be our enemy if you stay and, and how true the truth. yeah how is. true is that right? it really is you know so all right let's get into because i mean let's before we go on and yeah. tying it back to our discussion earlier right what would a proper exit have looked like and like what, that, it, like what just well, happened. Right. <laughs> but much. I think that no matter which way we would have left, almost taking Dostum's words, you know, it makes perfect right. sense. We're leaving, and we're leaving a place of shit show, whether it was Vietnam or anywhere else uh, in the recent... Like I said, actually, but Iraq, like, we kind of left... I'm not saying we did... Iraq our, just kind of, like, got quiet. We did quiet. Iraq well, but we left Iraq better than well, we... You know why? Yeah, it's yeah. because the Syrians started acting up a fool, well, no, right? And our attention's kind of diverted there for a little bit. We're still there, though, but we're slowly still just, like... Ten years Peeling later, off. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You got to ease it out. When has America really ever packed up shit and left? Uh, Literally World Vietnam. War no, World War One. Well, yeah, no. we're still in all the countries that we fought in. Uh, World War One, we weren't. After that, World War Two is where we stayed in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. World War One, we're like, eh, no, all right, we're fucking Vietnam we're again. You know, just like how we had the image no, of no, you yeah. know Saigon. You know, they got the Chinook lifting up. We had the same one, you know, in Kabul and stuff. So, what are we starting to notice a pattern, <laughs> buddy, buddy? World War Two was where we were like after World War One, like all right, we left here. That's why we started all of this. World right. War Two is where we started our, our yeah. pattern that we're currently in. Yeah. yeah. And then what we did is we took that pattern and then blew it up to what it is now. Right. But I guess what what and I'm that's trying where to say we is became that no matter team how America, we would have exited, we became Team America, World Police. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. That's where that came in. I had to throw it in at one point. I, I love that hockey. I can't believe you still had it on hockey. I'm going to get rid of that What's hockey. going on here? After this is what July? happens when you upgraded to 32 hockeys now. Right? 32. There's so many buttons. I, love I still have one more. I don't know what I want to do. I got rid of Britney, even though, by the way, we'll get in the banter about that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. back to the fucking movie. we got to get in ratings here. Yes. All right. We'll, we can talk more about this afterwards. Let's get in the still ratings like. here. All right. Uh, Sam, you never gave me one. Fuck you. You're not here. Pete? I gave it a solid Four Huas. Solid four. Even though, uh, you know, because he doesn't really like the fractions and whatnot. So. You can give me half. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Three quarters. I, four to four and a half, right? We're kind of right up there. It's a solid movie, right? All right. So, yeah. yeah Other than Michael Pena, I'm going p- punch him in the face next time I see That's you. That's why I got it for. Fucking Pena, I'm going to s- punch you in the face. Huh. All right. J-Bot, let me hear yours. I gave it four also. No, you gave me three and a half. Oh, three and, did I say three and a half? Three and a half. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that you moment. You said you were. Yeah, now yeah, you want it for. Yeah. You wanted to go for after we talked about it some more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I was thinking about it today, actually, when I, when I was watching. I was like, it, man, it's it's one of those things where it's three and a half to four. Um, who who, who, who uh, said it earlier? Um, they, they would have rather uh, seen it as a series. 
uh, Jonesy, I think, brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, because uh, there were uh, it some parts that were little, like, little. Actually, the baby. whole Doppelblock thing, the Northern Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, jumped around a bit too. I, I just yeah. felt like it can be developed just a, right. a, a little more, but like, I mean, you can't really. That's me really nitpicking. Um, at, at at the movie. It's all right. It's all right. Today, Muhammad so. Raza gets the golden rose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonesy, you gave it a, a solid three. Piece of shit. That's why you're the ranking. Controversial, right yes. But uh, are you muted up there, buddy? Sure yeah, good. Muted. Keep it good. Justify. I gave it three. No, I gave it a three because uh, they tried to condense something that really should have been a series into a two-hour-long movie, okay. and like yeah. they could tell even then that they did made the wrong decision on it because you saw how much they jumped around. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh like yeah, that yeah. first yeah, combat actually. scene when they're going down the hill, they they were not very uh, close. They didn't even yet show was, the hill. Yet, even yet, quarter second later, they're already down there taking contact right next to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good point. Fair, but is your like average target audience really going to be there? It's like, oh yeah, we definitely want to see the hill. We should do like a military movie the way it actually is in real life. Like motherfuckers falling down the hill, spraining yep. ankles, jerking off in porta potties. Well, kind of happened to the chief when he you know, rocks. <laughs> when he herniated the disc from you know doing all that. Uh, he was jerking you know. up on the horse. Uh, I'm gonna get your your <laughs> before I, I got I got some spillage to go, so I'm gonna go, Bilbo. I think I gave it a four. Get a four um, right? I mean, first four of all, it's Chris Hemsworth, and he's just Chris Hemsworth. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. And uh, you know what? It was it was accurate. I paused it a few times to do some fact checks on you know historical accuracy. Dang man! All right, all right. Just, just because like from being in the military, it's like yeah, we want to make sure that it, the right? stuff that's being portrayed, even if we didn't necessarily participate in that moment, mm-hmm. you still want your brothers and your sisters to be honored correctly. You know, and Absolutely. from everything that I found, a little bit of Hollywood was still in there. True. You can't get True. that away from movies. Right. You never but will. for the most part, from what I saw and from what I know, it's it was a really good movie. It was good, really good. I really appreciate your rant. So you gave it a four. I stepped up with the highest one here. I know that. I got a 4.5. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. So I wonder how Bill, Bill Murray of Michael feels Pena about that wasn't face-off like that. <laughs> the whole half of it. So for me, this movie brings it home. It's big time. I mentioned this to you guys, for you guys before uh, the show. Movies big time. It's, t- it's two things for me, right? Uh, the whole nine after, or right after 9-11, right? This mm-hmm. is like... The entry thing right there. This is the reason I joined the fucking military mm-hmm. was 9-11. Mm-hmm. So that, that had something to do with me. Like that whole like revenge thing right there, right? Uh, number two. This is actually kind of a weird one. You would have probably understand this more than anything else. Maybe a little bit. They're PD. Uh, the whole fighting on horse horses against a mechanized military quick insertion thing is my grandfather fought yep. World War II on the Polish army. My great-grandfather did as well. Exactly. Oh, awesome. Are you great? My regular one. Wow. Yeah. How young are you? Well, we, we all kind of <laughs> had no, children early. I know. My great grandfather. But regardless, so you have that. Though, so we had Calvary. Cal- Cavalry. 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 Polish. But it's it's Polish, so it's Cavalry. Cavalry. <laughs> Horse soldier. Horse soldier, which is the book, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, my grandfather did that, was that, fought fucking Nazis like these guys did. Yep. Not On just, not just the American Joes, the, the fucking Northern Alliance, the whole, like, Fighting against the Taliban, like, mm-hmm. oh god, it turned me on. It got me hot. It just reminded me exactly of like, gonna make you want to re-enlist. Got me to enlist. <laughs> this is literally the movie. Well, not yeah. the movie, but the time that I joined was all this shit, and that's what it got into it. All right, so I'm giving it four point five. Those are my personal things. All right, yeah. so the accuracy. All right, the lingo, the uniforms, the weapon systems. Ninety uh, percent of it was right on, right on the money. Right, mm-hmm. you know, fucking solid for Hollywood, by the way. It really was. Like, they did a good job for military-wise. Yeah. 
to knock them, the inaccuracies are also Hollywood, right? They also right. glamorize the, the stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, also, it seemed right? like they had to condense some uh, some things. I, I read some, um, like, I, I guess, like the ODA's meeting up and everything. They had to, I, I guess, change yes, change actually, things because of the uh, uh, the length of the movie or something. Right, which I'm going to bring that up right now. Uh, yeah. A few things I'm going to read right for that. Chief Hal, actually, he was not seriously injured like he was in the movie. That didn't actually happen. They just did that for dramatic effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I, I actually couldn't... Dan Hemsworth's accent, by the way, mm-hmm. it was that's the force. Really, American. It, it was. Is this like Australian was, or something? Yeah, so it's very forced. It was forced. Uh, but yes, the didn't show critical battle scenes that mm-hmm. really did happen. Yeah, and they, that's what the big thing that pissed me off. That ten percent was off of there. That's why it started not. Some, a few little things knocked me off, but the majority was keeping me up there. Yeah. You know, uh, the K two base in Uzbekistan, it wasn't as built up like they no. showed it was. No, it was literally like. Which even what they've shown was pretty shitty too, but it's like it was even worse than <laughs> it that. Was I worse. Mean, it's like literally we just set up. Tell it like it is, man. Like we Tell got like here a week ago and we're just popping up. Yeah, tents and, and stuff. the other thing, the other thing that I can't verify, and nobody, you're not going to find this shit online anyway. It, I feel it's a little off. It, the discrepancy is the ODA team, the head shed knew that it was Al Qaeda, right when the attacks happened. Like maybe you did because you're ODA, you're SF, and you have some intel coming in, but. There was a lot of intelligence 40 briefings minutes. that came in. Yeah, I understand down the that. Road. I know yeah. that, but like, I know there's stuff ahead of time, after yeah. and that. But 30 minutes after attack, you're like, we're going to Afghanistan. It's definitely okay to do it. Like, yeah, the, uh, that part was like, it, I, if you I, look at I some of the intel briefings that have been declassified and stuff like that, the, there I was some like, forward knowledge that there's going to be some significant activity coming out of there. I feel like more of that was just like, but how many? T- you know how? Are they all on PowerPoint? Right? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, how good were those PowerPoints? How, how many times have we watched something, you know, blow up or whatever else, and we're like, oh, we already know what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean, just like them when they're in the shop, you know, in the op cell, and it's like, oh, we know we're going to Afghanistan. I mean, that's a very good educated guess. That turned out to be right. No, I get that. Do you? I, right. <laughs> I get. Who's fucking? Someone's vibrating. Someone's vibrating over there. It's all right. It's better than when Scotty was always going. <laughs> it's ding, not ding, mine. Ding, not ding, mine. God, daily affirmations. Scotty. Oh God. I miss them. I miss this is taking us back. I, I'm all the way in the closet. Remember? All right. Anyone? When I rewatched the episode and he hit us with that one daily affirmation, I was just like, Oh, oh yeah. Just right got, in the feels. We got our movies. We're good. We got our all. We're everyone, good. Got, everyone got their rankings out. All right. It is time. Or the smoke pit. A smoke pit. Hey, smoke can I bum one off you? We're going to finally... Uh, hookah, hookah pit, man. Actually, I didn't. I don't have any... <laughs> I don't, no vapes, man. I want no vapes. Yeah, this, I have one, a, but my fucking batteries are dead. I, uh, I took the good ones out and put them back in the fucking charger. Yeah. Got here and then realized what I did. I yeah. forgot mine upstairs, too. Too, too many like, fucking blows to the head. Like, <laughs> all right, we're going to ask you some questions. Don't try looking at the screen. Ask cool questions. I wanna, I wanna, you. Me? It's all about you, man. It's all about I you. Off, uh, so you're supposed to be have you not seen an episode before? <laughs> not fully. I have to cut it off because I have a six-year-old and you guys with your language. I'm like, <laughs> very, I can't sit here yeah, and keep watching this. You unholy guys with your language. I watch it when I take my warm baths after so, work. <laughs> I love it. Our little Marine here. Our only Marine here. Our only Semper we have on the show right now. Today. Even though it's fucking Semper. Who and our Semper is not here. What a dick. Does it mean always? I'm going to give so much shit for this, for not showing oh, yeah. up. Or for being actually showing up and actually leaving. Yeah. Right. Should like a whole segment to like the song corner. One. Yeah. The song, like, dude, he, I'm going to put him in the fucking. He's not going to sit the fucking nail on. I'm going to be like, no, you don't get a fucking. I'm going to. You know what? Or he can sit there and the chair's going to be bad. It'd be like a fuck. No. I can't no. put anything up his ass. He might like that. I need to do something where, you know. All right. Anyway. All right. Kick your let's, ass. Man. Let's get back to. It's about you right now. You're our guest. Joy. Fran Bilbo. 
Yeah. So here, let me start off, right? Because I could, I can definitely touch base with you on this one, right? Because I was a Jay Ratsy kid as well, too. So you were a cool Jay Ratsy guy in high school, right? Uh, where'd you go? What? You, you know, tell us a little oh, bit about that. Yeah. So I went to Taft, and uh, my home school here in Chicago was actually Amundsen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew from a younger age that I wanted to join the military, uh, uh, specifically the Corps. Okay. Saw my brother graduate from boot camp in uh, I think it was like '95 or '96, and. Um, as I started to get older, going through high school, I kind of realized, you know what, I need something with a lot of, a lot of structure, a lot of no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, don't give me a lot of free time because if I have free time, bad things happen. Right, you're either gonna break it yeah. or get it pregnant. Yeah, so I, I definitely knew that going into the military was gonna be my thing, and when I found out about ROTC, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to look into that. And the main reason, really, why I landed on Taft is at the time my father was working down the street. Okay. So he would drop me off at school, and then he would go to work. I'd meet up with him after school and work, and then we'd go home together. So it was kind of a convenient <laughs> thing for everybody, but it was kind of a convenience, let alone, well, also the fact that I knew that I, I was doing it. Yeah. So let's try to get a heads up if I could. Which is so cool because it's like I was kind of the same way too, except instead of a brother, it was my old man that really, back in the 11th day of Fort Bliss. Right. But, <laughs> but what, do you, what do you fucking guys do so, with Jared? Well, well, hold on. I'll get to that, right? Well, I'm curious. No, you'd be so, surprised. Yeah. I, I, I've, yeah. I've never... So, you know, I actually went to Lane Tech, so I was one of those guys, right? And the same thing, you know, from the perspective of JROTC kid, right? Like, this Billy badass here in a uniform, you got, like, a whole fucking chest full of ribbons and all this other shit, right? Nowadays, we look back at it, it's like, oh, my God, what a goober or whatever, fucking right? pussy. Right? <laughs> but it's like, you know, back in the day, me. you know, and that's also what gave me so much, you know, staff experience, too, because as you progress, you get those leadership roles of working a staff section or what have you. So when I was when I wound up, you know, senior year or whatever else, I was running the ops section, the S three, but I was also in charge of our Raider team and all that stuff. So I, I don't know if you Raider got your team for PT. I, I did the Raider challenge. Yeah, if you came PT. out. So yeah. we're the ones that actually hosted and mm-hmm. created the first citywide Raider team uh, challenge and all that. I got pictures somewhere too. Shit, I haven't thought about that. And so it was pretty cool being part of that. But is this long. your fucking show right now? Too long. Is this your fucking guest? Are you the guest right now? I'm trying to talk to him. I'm like, bonding. I'm bonding with Bilbo. I, I, I get it. I get it. I want to hear his story. I'm hearing about your fucking bullshit. God yeah. damn. All right. Did this you have a good time, JRTC, or did he have a good time? I mean, I, I, I I what's mean, going on here? Was... I, I'm sorry. I, I'm glad you had a, a you jerked oh, off there. God. See, one thing First that I do I like missed. is I don't, I don't know how it was at Lane, but at Taft mm-hmm. we had what's called an ROTC Academy. So we actually mm-hmm. Mondays and Wednesdays we wore our uniforms all day. Oh, Tuesdays we had to wear like. Uh, uh, ROTC polo shirt tucked in with jeans or khakis. Uh, Fridays was PT year. So every day we had a different uniform to wear. We went to every class together as just ROTC kids. Oh. And then you had your one ROTC class uh, during the day, ex- except if you're a fucking overachiever like me, you get four. Um, Quick question. Uh, did either of you guys get laid in high school? I'm pretty sure I lost my virginity in high school. Oh, okay, just checking. But yeah. The uniforms, did they sell? Because it was sounds the other dirty guys as fuck. Depends. <laughs> like at this right. point, it, it sounds kind of dirty. Well, you know what? Actually, it is kind of dirty, and I was like a total fucking geek about it. It's too. okay. I wrong, right? Well, I was. I actually, I, 9-11 happened my freshman year. Oh, Ditto. Man. Yeah, so I was in ROTC oh, before it happened. So did I get some ass because people thought I was actually in the fucking Navy? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be the, the guy to say, <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I played that card. Hell yeah. Yeah. Even to women, yeah. even to girls in my high school, knowing me, like, yeah, I'm in the Navy. Yeah. I, I can't wait to go fight my country. But it's funny that you say that because it was actually 9-11 happened while I was in my, like, third day of my freshman year in my JROTC class. Mm-hmm. And our lieutenant colonel that was in charge of the whole program, uh, Sneed, I'll never forget, good guy, he comes out and he's like, Believe it or not, 
<clears throat> some of you in this room will be at war shortly in That's, a few years. It's so crazy. I forget right. you guys are just a few years younger than me. Just a, just a few. The Not much. No, no, just a couple. Yeah. But it's just the difference of like, I was ready, and especially with J-Bot there, where we're like, we're there already. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, he was there. He's like, you're, you're two above. How do you, how do you get Twenty-one, man. Wait, let me ask you a question, brother. If if you if you enlisted beforehand, how how did that make you feel when everything kind of happened, knowing that stayed there? You know, we're we're going to do our thing. You know, it's funny because when I joined, I mean, um, what uh, what was the 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 last uh, big thing in Europe like Kosovo? uh, Kosovo. That that thing was kind of dying down already. Right, ninety-nine, two thousand. And when I joined, I was like. People don't know we still have people in Kosovo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I was. I it's honestly didn't think anything was was gonna happen, but in a way, for some reason, part of me, uh, part of me, uh, you know, the back of my mind, I was like, no, something, something, something's gonna happen. You know, it's I don't want to curse myself or jinx myself, but something's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, with all due so, respect, I always kind of wondered, like, what is it? Is it tougher for the people that joined beforehand, and then you know this? obviously very tragic thing happens that kind of really throws a wrench in your military career path of what you kind of had planned or for people like myself and this fine young gentleman and millions of others that grew where it became like a part of our lives almost in an yeah. early developmental age before you defining answer, moment. before you answer i could already tell you this guy the 20 fucking years in who him oh 20, no shit 20 who? years Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I just got my 20-year uh, an- letter. Uh... I'll answer that question. He stayed, and he went, and he kept going. So right. But you can answer that for that. You can answer all I, the Yeah, I, I actually, <laughs> I want, dude, I grew up on G.I. Joe. Uh, I watched Commando. Yeah. Watched Predator. You know, all, the, all that cool. stuff that, Became you know. a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Before Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah. Dirty I, I, was, I was looking for a, I was looking for a fight, so to speak, but. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't want September 11th to 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 happen. I mean, no, you know, very tragic thing. Nobody like, wants it, but you know, right. but it, it, it happened. But you also want to go out and do your job as well. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, oh yeah. I think that's yeah. a defining moment of all of us. You know, is wanted yeah. to do our job. So all right, we got some more questions. Besides, JRTC just right, you want a little water on that? You're good. No, I'm good. All right, so we also kind of heard on you know why you joined the Corps. So um, you enlisted what? Oh five, right? Oh five. Yeah, actually, I enlisted. Um, when I was 17, I enlisted January, I think it was like January 9th or something of 2005. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't graduate high school until June. So I did the, the, the delayed. delayed entry program. I did the delayed okay. as well. Yeah. Uh, why the core, though? Why choose the core? Any other branch? I don't know. Like, I did. I considered a lot. You know, I, I did my research. I, I If it wasn't going to be the core, I wanted to be a Navy corpsman. I wanted to definitely do Dang. something with action. Yeah. The reason being, it's like... What I always wondered what differentiates person A from person B mm-hmm. from person A going to like more of a combat role and person B going to like a support role. Sure. Well, everything this. Re- right, speaking of that, I know great. they're connected, but it's like I'd always, it always I wanted to know what was the difference between the. Two I like the connection difference of like us just joining and people that don't join, which already separates us. And then there's <laughs> yeah. the ones that choose the job. So there's that already. Like I'm going to join. And then there's the guys going, man, I want to fuck shit up. And there's guys like me that, well, no, I want to fuck shit up. But later on, I went, I'm too old to fuck things up. <laughs> Can I just go computer? I mean, the main reason why I was going to join the military is I knew from a very young age, college was not for me. It's not for yeah. everybody. It isn't. Some it is. It's not. At least at such a young age. I can honestly say now being out of the core, 
and going to college, I definitely feel mm-hmm. being in my 30s, I'm much more prepared for school mm-hmm. than I was in my early 20s. You know, it's it hits everybody different. You know what? It, that's the thing, too. It, you, yeah, I think you get more out of it actually when you're older. Well, I think we're past the bullshit stage. Right. Yeah, we got the party. You're, you're actually we're there to, like to, to learn instead yeah. of like fuck around, have a good time, and yeah. waste your parents' fucking money or, you know. Well, let's be honest. Go. I joined you the Corps because it's the Corps. It's not the Army. So you joined the Corps because you wanted to be... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, it is more badass. I'll give you that. You guys are a little more hardcore. It's more elite. It's more a little smaller. It's a smaller clue. Your frat is smaller than ours. Ours is huge. We're national. We're, we're, we're fucking giants. Unless you're a 37. <laughs> it's it's really such easy. a small group. It doesn't matter. We're still easy to get into. You guys are tougher to get into. Except for like an 01 where they took everybody. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. All right. So that's why you went that route. That's why you went in inf- infantry is because you want to see some shit. I get it. I didn't score high enough on the ASVAB for any other job, so hey, infantry was it. it. You know, I'm not going to knock that shit. I, I did that last time with our last Marine. It turned out to be a fucking horrible experience for me. <laughs> so where'd you go to boot camp and tell us a little bit about that? Any kind yeah. of special yeah, moments in there? San Diego. Um, San Diego. Uh, it was uh, it Spanish was different. for a while. vagina. <laughs> it's so nice for the, you guys. You guys get some really nice places to it go. It was though. nice, man, but I'll tell you what. It sucks laying in bed knowing that first thing in the morning some asshole is going to be just crawling down your throat, bitch, yeah. and moaning oh, at you. Oh, gosh. And you sit there the and you watch those airplanes take off at the San Diego airport. Mm-hmm. You just want to get on. One day that's going to be me. You want to hijack a bus and be me one day. kids yeah. and go to New Jersey? Or Jackson style? All right. Of all no, places, but, you want to go to Jersey, right? No, but yeah, I get kid. it. I mean, it, well, you're in San Diego. Um, it's nice. I mean, the weather was fucking great, it, yeah. except in July when it was probably a little toasty. Stupidly hot, yeah. yeah. Better than stupidly cold, though. I mean, I was in Fort Sill when it's like negative 30. Mm. Dang, dude. Mm. Like, you're fucking, like, I don't want some. Yeah, I'd rather cold. be hot than cold. But we had the, uh, the black boots back then, the leathers. Yeah, yeah. And the sweat was, like, coming through it and freezing. Like, yeah. through your boots, like, free. You could see frost on it. I was like, and the wind would hit. Ugh. Like, I'm not trying to be a hard-ass here. Like, it just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, I, I yeah. hated it. Like, I'm not be like, I'm a tough. Like, oh, it's like I super be- hot and super cold. Oh, I barely suck. made it. I barely made it. different kind of suck. sucks. I saw Marines out there, too. They're like, they're like, Ooh, <laughs> They're dying, too. I saw them. They were, <laughs> they're just like me going, I'm like, yep. And they're like, Sim for me. <laughs> Like, everyone was, is fucking Oklahoma. It's a shithole. All right? Nobody's feeling good there. <laughs> Uh, all right, so all right, so San Diego. Uh, at that time, it was, it was twelve weeks for you guys back then. Sixteen, I believe. Fourteen, Six, sixteen. With that, yeah. That's with the. Uh, well, you do your first half. Your uh, A school afterwards, right? Yeah. Well, Marine Corps boot camps, <clears throat> especially in San Diego, is broken up a little differently than it is over in um, Camp Lejeune or mm-hmm. not in Camp Lejeune, Paris Island. Mm-hmm. I should know that I'm an asshole. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, because you're in downtown San Diego, you're right there by the airport. Uh, you know, your first phase is broken up into like a lot of your introduction stuff. You get your uniforms, basic drill, you get your medical stuff out of the way. Right, right, right. And uh, your second phase is when you actually, you leave San Diego and you travel up north to Camp Pendleton. That's when you do all your field stuff, your uh, firing exercises, qualify on the range. And then for the Marines, that's when we do our crucible. Right. Um, the, the which long. I believe in Paris Island, and even back in the day, that's when you would be given your Eagle Globe and Anchor as, as a Marine. So you um, made it. Yeah, we, we did a symbolical thing um, because we didn't at that time. You had to go back down to San Diego for your third phase to do your final drill, final swim qualification, you know, stuff like that. And then you were given your EGA when you graduated. Um, but we did have a symbolical thing just because as part of being in the Marine Corps, the Crucible is such a big part of our history. Right. Where, you know, it was we, we still had more to go. 
and it was just, it was a symbolical thing which honestly i think meant more um given the fact that how many marines went through that same situation and was classified right. then as a marine yeah so even at that time i didn't have the actual metal in my hand but i knew at that point you got the it. hard shit is over like if right. you if you go through all this shit and then you fail the swim qualification or you fail final drill like I'm sorry, dude, but you know that Isn't for me. Marine that just died too from this shit. Yeah, yeah. There was actually a marine that just passed away um, in Paris Island, I believe, about Jonesy within a month ago. Um, I believe it had something to do with respiratory failure. Yeah, something weird. We, no, marine Corps has quite a long history of losing people during boot camp. Oh, mainly I, I, during I, PT. No, and I know plenty of army yeah. too as well. I was there for actually two, two. Actually, I had nine. a buddy who, uh, yeah, he got the. See. From the Marines, from the Marines, he 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 left boot camp because of uh, respiratory yeah issues. But we had so. we had two deaths in my uh, in my basic. Oh dang! Really? Yeah, that's fucking insane, dude. Like, yeah, I think we had one or two. We lost one guy in the pool, and then uh, we had another incident. I believe um, negligent discharge. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, what do you got there, Jonesy? On that one, that's that guy. He was that guy. All right, so. Uh, you're now on the mic, there, buddy. You're muted. That's uh, right. Someone tell him he's muted. He's <laughs> muted. So, Private Anthony Munoz is the Marine you were thinking of. He was 21 years old, and he was from Lawrence, Massachusetts. He died in uh, Paris Island. Um, it was a. It was actually on his first day. Oh of training. fuck! First mm. day, rough. First day of training, probably not. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. First day of boot camp in the Marine Corps sucks. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. I'm not I'm, yeah. It sucks in any branch. Man, right. can you imagine, di- well, imagine dying? But like dying your first day, that's rough. Yeah, that makes, you, that that makes you feel there's there's something more behind that. Uh, yeah. yeah, they aren't giving a reason, at least not from what the article is given. But yeah, first day arrival at Third uh, Recruiting Training Battalion, lead of the company at the Marine Corps Depot, Paris Island. Damn, crazy. Uh-huh. I do know that unofficially the Marine Corps has been known for letting a lot of medical problems and mental problems things slide slide when it comes to recruiting maps. Yeah, Yeah. man, we're only at fucking boot camp here. Jesus Christ, yeah, questions galore. (laughs) So then, after boot, where'd you go? So actually, after boot camp, came home for ten days. Thank you to the Marine Corps for giving us ten days after boot camp oh, because yeah, we yeah. definitely needed it. Yeah, yeah, you guys <laughs> get that more than we do. Yeah, we have to yeah. wait till AIT or, or yeah. Or after that, actually, I went back to Pendleton for uh, infantry school. Good old uh, O311 SOI, right? Yeah, School of Infantry, and uh, that was rough, man. Those, those hills in Southern California, Camp Pendleton, those they're no joke. Aren't they, they like are. mountains? Yeah, yeah. I still have night. I, I, have, I think I have more hills. nightmares the about hills. Camp Pendleton than, than I do about sometimes in Iraq. <laughs> Being in the war, oh, God. Yeah. seeing the shit. I mean, like I, I saw people like straight up turn pale face and pass out and roll down the fucking hill with all their gear on. Mm-hmm. Just because well, it's... I did mountain warfare. I know what that is. It's 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 a lot. Yeah, and just infantry school alone. Like infantry school mm-hmm. really really challenges you physically mentally emotionally mm-hmm. and i'm not that type of person but even i spiritually right. i mean it it really because you're you're training to go out and do some of the most you know treacherous things it, that, w- that war yeah that war yeah. has to offer absolutely. yeah you guys are at the tip of the spear oh, yeah I have, and you, i have you know. absolute respect for the core and i always have it's you know i got plenty of friends i'm gonna make fun of you crazy because you know that's what we do that's what we do <laughs> see what we like do. when it comes down to uh, it i'm always going to be a core guy to heart but you know what it's it, no one can talk shit to the other branches unless you served 
Yeah. And even then, like, I'll get in a fist fight with somebody in the Air Force or the Army or the Navy, but you know what? At the end of the night, I'm still going to make sure you're getting in a cab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll jerk you sick. off. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, bro. You know, I'll... I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm so sorry, it's like, we, we have these, hold like... On, like who thinks who is better, but it's like when it comes down to it, you know, we, we all serve. we're all do. Yeah, yeah. We're all serving the same thing it. and we're all, yeah. we, we really do have to look out for each other. I say we're bros. Yeah. I think we should just skip the fist fights and go straight to the butt sex. Hand jobs. Right. You know? Hand jobs. Butt sex, you know. That's me. Anyway. All right. Jay, wait, no, wait, wait. I'm not, I'm not done yet. We okay. Know <laughs> his mind. Yeah. I didn't even drink. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> got it. Are you sure you're Filipino or not Thai? Over there. Good God, little lady boy. All oh, right. So, uh, so, so then after infantry school. So you said you, something about you went to CAX training. Yeah. Yeah. So now, the day we graduated. I'm sorry. CAX is ITX now, by uh, the way. Uh, is it? Yeah. So CAX was, was it combat? Uh, what the fuck was it called? Combined arms training. training. Now it's uh, fuck in, integrated training exercise. That's what they, they change it to. It's probably in the same shit anyways. Yes. No, yeah. no, they just changed the name of it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So actually, when I graduated infantry school, um, you know, there was about 140 people in my class, give or take. And uh, everybody was getting on their buses, you know, going down the rain, going down the road to, you know, different units in Pendleton or going down to, uh, you know, 29 Palms. <laughs> Even a few people getting shipped over to uh, the East Coast. And uh, there was a small group of us that were just kind of sitting there. And we're all there in our fucking uniforms, like orders in hand, but nobody's claiming us. Right. So we're sitting on these bleachers after a while. And then people are going home and we're like, what are we doing? Like, where are we going? All of a sudden, like three hours later, this fucking three hours. We're sitting there three hours after infantry school graduation with no idea what the hell's going on. And this bus pulls up and first sergeant gets off and just starts doing his first sergeant thing. Make a long story short, we went straight from infantry school to uh, 29 Palms, California for combined arms training. And uh, when we got there, it was uh, two days before um, what's known as, at the time, uh, 410 Alpha. And uh, that's kind of like the final culmination of the training exercise where you have you have all moving parts. You have your snipers, you have your mortars, you have your artillery, you have your close air support. Um, you know, us infantry guys are fucking running, charging, taking hills. So we went straight from there to Kex after Kex, um, went back to Hawaii for three weeks. After that, we uh, shipped over to Iraq and we were in um, the Haditha Triangle. And that was your, your first your first tour? That was my first six months in the Marine Corps out of high school. Jesus Christ. I graduated, Dang, yeah, I graduated high school in uh, June up, of 05. There you go. You're by March of 06, I was, yeah, I was in the worst part of Iraq That's at that fast. time. That's fast. Yeah, man. Super fast. Uh, so, uh, Whew. What the fuck do you do there? Like that first part, like like when you're in ground, like like what was going on? Like man, a lot of it was it. yeah, a lot of it was it, it was strange. Like some of it was a lot of like is this shit like is this really happening? Like am I really here? Are we really here? Because a part of it still kind of felt like training, mm-hmm. but you knew it was more realistic, right? Um. And the way our area of operations was set up was with the Euphrates River being right in the middle. Um, my town, Haditha, no, I'm sorry, Barwana, we were on the east side of the Euphrates River. And uh, on the west side was Haklania and Haditha with our other two companies. Mm-hmm. So there was one company in, in, in each city, and we had three cities that we had to take control of. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things would happen, you know, on the west side of the Euphrates, and then all those assholes would try to come across to our side. 
So when something happened on the west side, we would just be on the banks of the Euphrates River, just like <laughs> popping up. Come on over with your little boats. So it was like whack them all at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we yeah. we had a lot of a lot of uh, snatch and grab missions, a lot of late night bags overheads kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so, did a lot yeah. of raids. CIA slash, slash yeah. SF shit. We we like we did it. some stuff with with um with Delta. Delta was there quite a few times. That's awesome. We you had, were in uh, uh, what province was that? Uh, Anbar, right? Yeah, that was Anbar. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and you said 06? What, when in 06? Uh, f- like late February, early March to late October. Okay. I was I was there April 06, but I was up in MND uh, North where Kirkuk was. Okay. In. Yeah. Where it was quiet that year. Yeah. And us. actually, to spin <laughs> off of that a little bit, that's actually where I met Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. actually Som- where we. I know. I was. I, you know. I always talk about this. I, Som- and his fucking tinker love. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I always thought it was like after the fact. You guys met. I never knew if you were there or after. We we have brief memories of us conversing because I was on post one, mm-hmm. which was the um the vehicle control point. Okay. So every time vehicles would come in or out, mm-hmm. they always had it. Sorry, man. I keep knocking over your table. Would always have to check in with me, and I had a video that I took. Um, through my night vision goggles and it ended up being like one of the tanks Sam was on. <laughs> so Sam, when he was working with, uh, I think it was tank tank recovery mm-hmm. at the time, yep. he was up at the, uh, the Haditha dam that the Russians, yeah, built I remember that like the sixties, seventies, eighties or whatever. And, uh, we actually met each other. We went to culinary school at uh, Kendall college and, uh, we were out there. Sp- went to- yeah. We were yeah, out there smoking in the world. smoke pit. And, uh, he was like, Hey man, I like your tattoos. Did you serve? And I'm like, yeah, your tattoos are pretty sexy. They're a big guy. And uh, you know, they start one kissing. thing led to an, yeah, one thing led to another, <laughs> there, you know, like we, we ended up running into each other, you know, Sounds blowing years me, later. Yeah. Fucking Aditha going, God, yeah, I mean, yeah. shit, that was what? 2010. So that was, yeah. that was, I, it was, that was August of 2010. I got out of the core June of 2000. No, that was 2009. I got yeah. out of the core June of 2009. I ran into Andy again, August of 2009. I call in wow. school. Yeah. Dang, small that's world, cr- man. Yeah, that, no, yeah. that's extremely small world, and the probability of that's close mm-hmm. to nil. <laughs> right, crazy. Wow. Shit. Okay. Yeah. And then they fell in love. Mm. Yeah, and, honestly, and he's not know, even he's here been, right uh, now. Right. Love me and left. Shitbag. He's been, but he's been a good friend ever since. I know. You know, I know. You know it's gonna be funny if you put him on as our like scumbag. Just do that as a I'm joke. Put Sam on as our scumbag next week. Why? And he, he, and he wait, probably he right too. He'd enjoy it. Well, you know, uh, th- here's the thing: is like before we go on with you more, I got. Quite, I would love to get you in a you know a rotator on here in the combat closet there because you know <laughs> you're gonna be with me. Jay Bot's not always there. I like yeah. Pete's not always there. We always gotta like. You gotta rotate guys in. I would love to get you guys, but I wanted you here with Sam, but Sam's not here. Fuck him. All right, a couple <laughs> more questions though. All right, so you did another deployment there. All right, you did two deployments. The second one was in Fallujah. Yeah. Oof. All right, we'll skip past that one. <laughs> no, I saw, actually, I saw the one, fucking thousand mile stare. That one ended <laughs> a little <laughs> differently though. Um, I during my first deployment, I I had what something what what's called a polynidal cyst. Yeah, where I had every, one. every time I wipe my ass, I yep. saw blood, and I was like, "Okay, you yep. know what? Blood shouldn't be coming from that area." So I talked to a corpsman mm-hmm. to be sure, and he did the whole, you know, drop your trousers, bend over, grab mm-hmm. your ankles, and he's like, "Look, yep. you have a cyst." After we have, the we sex, four he told months, me yeah, it's cyst. <laughs> yeah, after he took the gloves off, and you know, he's like, "You have a cyst. You have four months left. It's nothing serious, so you're not going home." Damn, but it does dude. have to be dealt with when you do get home. Right. So I got home, got the surgery, and then the day after the surgery, my stomach was fucked. Mm. I was shitting like 14, 15 times a day. Ouch. Full bowel movements, blood, everything. Oof, no dude, one, man. Still no one cared. 
got checked out by medical BAS yeah. the whole nine. So on that second deployment, when I was in a, just just north north northwest of Fallujah, um, it was getting bad, and it was it was it was getting to the point where I couldn't go on missions. Mm-hmm. Um, That's bad. Yeah. So I was you know also working in the armory at that time, and I was spending the majority of the time in the porter shitter. Damn, and, dude. Yeah, while being you know in just treacherous living conditions barely showering right no hygiene oh gosh so yeah so they actually it got bad enough where they actually yeah they took me out of my infantry unit it got so bad well yeah uh, yeah i heard you you mentioned that uh you went up to germany Germany yeah they sent me to launch tool over to germany and uh had a few colonoscopies and endoscopies and a lot of tests and stuff done there that's some way up there yeah yeah, and uh, I don't know. Did you have actually any time to go out and relax, or were you just in the hospital the entire time? Oh man, I <laughs> I got some stories for Germany. Yeah, <laughs> see, I want to hear one real fast. Oh yeah, one. of course. All right, so being overseas in the military, you're uh, you can drink at you know, eighteen and above. Absolutely. Right? So when I found that out, oh joy, <laughs> let's go out and drink. And uh, you know, in, same thing in the army. You know, drinking is a big thing in the military culture, and you know, for being a jarhead, that's sure where is. we started. Was you know. Tun Tavern, Philadelphia, yeah. 1775, yeah. you know, sign the contract, become a Marine, you get two free beers. So I was like, shit, I can go out and drink and I'm underage in a foreign country. Let's do it. Fuck and yeah. uh, well, it got a little somber. It was, uh, we were all out there drinking at, at the bar on base and launch stool. And uh, somebody just comes and like slams a tray down full of shots. And it was a, uh, a gunnery sergeant who uh, was just diagnosed with terminal cancer. Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. was like, I have months to live. They said, if I make it a year. Um, it's going to be a blessing. So he's like, you know, That's gents, up, anything man. you want is on me. So after we were drinking, we went back to, uh, no, mind you, on this whole time, we were all on a medical status. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the barracks for check-in, and uh, we're like, oh, shit, where the, you know, where the fuck is Gunny? He wasn't there. So we, uh, we left the barracks after check-in, put a pencil in the door to prop the door open, and we went and found Gunny. And uh, he was staggering back from the bar, and we're like, we're not, you know, we're not going to leave one of our own. Right. Yeah. So uh, as we were helping him, um, a bunch of uh, drunken females also left the bar. Yeah, right. Oh. So we made sure that we got them home safe. Legitimately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we legitimately <laughs> walked, like walked into like, women oh, back like to the barracks. Yeah, we, yeah. you know, we were, we were being respectful on that front, you know. Um, so once we made it back to the barracks ourselves, at that time when we walked in, uh, Air Force MPs, were already there and uh they are shutting shit down huh? they tried to arrest us for uh leaving the barracks after hours and uh so one of the marines decided to drop his trous and uh, just start pissing all over the recreation room <laughs> yeah and we ended up uh we ended up being uh detained by uh air force military police for oh, uh, six, 16 hours yeah, just just for going back to get one of ours. Oh, yeah, well. and we were like, and and all we told them during like the the investigation, you know, why did you do what you did and all that? All we told them was like, at that time, I was like Lance Corporal Brandon Bilbo, United States Marine Corps, having a know, great I, fucking. I time. gave him my social security. Like I was being detained by right. like the Nazis or something. <laughs> like that. Name like, rings all I had. This is all, all you're getting, right? Yeah, and uh, so yeah, after that, I actually had the choice. Sergeant Four Leaf tea back. Yeah. <laughs> So after that, I had the choice, you know, with my stomach problems to, uh, you know, go back to Hawaii or um, go back to Iraq. And that was that was a no brainer. I was going back with my guys. So then I was taken out of my infantry unit. I was placed with uh, regimental headquarters and I worked in the uh, detention facility. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, snap. Uh, yeah, mm. that's that's Dude, actually when I that's when I started to notice a lot of the uh, PTSD symptoms, and yep. uh, you know, things related to uh, uh 
what I later found out to be a traumatic brain injury um, from some explosions that I had in Iraq in 06. Right. Um, so, you know, dealing with the detainees and, you know, doing what I had to do there, that's when a lot of things really started to kind of piece together from that first deployment. Yeah. And um, I eventually was removed from the detention facility and then eventually sent back to Hawaii and ultimately med boarded out. So you're, you're medically retired. Yeah, yeah. They, they gave me the choice. They're like, you, you have three months left. You know, we can do the med board now and you can go home. Um, or you can stay in and we'll med board you out on your actual EAS date. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fought it for those three months, man. I, well, I, went, I, get, yeah, one of I went, I ended up going to D.C. to stand in front of an actual like med board for like officers and generals and civilians. And I'm like, no, like, first of all, if anybody goes to war and something's not wrong with that person, that's the motherfucker I don't want to be around. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so, you're, so you're telling me, you, I, I, I went and signed up for, besides prostitution, the second oldest profession <laughs> known to man, and you're going to discipline me for right. having an actual feeling and a reaction to something that is supposed yeah. to be, like it's supposed to change you. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, oh, what yeah. we did is supposed I mean, to fucking change us. Yeah, Dude, I am a, uh, wow, didn't know it was that crazy i thought you had some shit problems never knew it was that thing speaking right. of detainee ops you take any pictures with the prisoners and cable there you know with like the dogs and all that stuff like that big uh iraqi scandal oh like, back in it was i back in i personally didn't i mean because i was working the detention facility at that time when a lot of who i came to learn later on is like the cia guys mm-hmm. keep it going i gotta piss so <laughs> Like, you're I'm violating like, your own rules, yeah, but I know, I go know. tinkle. Yeah, keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Yeah, these guys <laughs> live air. And I'm sure like by that time, they were already doing all the cleanup after all that stuff had been exposed from the Army side. Well, this was, <laughs> 2000, five, right? this was 2007 still. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it was right around that time, I think, when it all blew up. Did, didn't it, J-Bot? Yeah. When all those guys and all the pictures of the females and the dogs and stuff. Oh, and, no, um, no. I thought, I thought that happened Was that even earlier? Yeah, yeah, it was earlier. Before, because all that stuff in... No. 04, 05, maybe. Oh, yeah. 04, 05 or something? Yeah. Where they had like the bags over their heads. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They made a... No. Jamie's the, pulling it up. They made the, the if cheerleader it was before, pyramid. Yeah. It couldn't have been too long before. Yeah. I'm I mean, afraid that's us, what it was. Yeah. yeah. What year did it occur? I mean, they were still wearing so it was DCs. in 2004, actually. Yeah. Four? Was yeah, it okay. really? Okay. Yeah, because when, when we had to stay, because whole chain of custody with the detainees mm-hmm. and everything, um, those, I don't know who was doing the questioning, if it was military, civilian, or black ops or anything. Yeah. I didn't want to know for... We just know they're wearing khaki pants and polo shirts, you know? And when, when he right. was like, <laughs> take your camera out of your pocket, I, I took my camera out of right. my pocket, and I'm glad because... Like some of the things that happened, I don't, I personally don't agree with. Sure. Um, but the enhanced interrogation th- techniques. But sometimes <laughs> certain things do have to be done to right. get a positive result. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was, man, it was wild seeing <clears throat> some of those things happen. Like, sure. It was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Oh, it definitely yes. was for sure. Play stupid games when uh, just a whole bunch prizes. of opsec violations. If, oh, we were, if he was still, <laughs> yeah, if anybody's gonna listen to this, yeah, yeah we're gonna. Have hey, to yeah, as long as I didn't throw him out, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, that's he, why you walked out of the room. He's got a DD two four and T. He's he's fucking fine. Right, he's solid. You didn't sign any NDAs, did you? Right. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I but got my little private out there watching the show. Cool. There you go. We salute you, yeah, America's little, heroes. Little daughter, there. Man, this is an appropriate show. You should not be watching this. Go upstairs, your mom. Anyway, all right. uh and <laughs> your daughter too. Yeah. Okay. So so you got med boarded out, you know. Yeah. So a hey, good job in at least getting all the benefits and all that stuff. Did you 
find that your transition back to civilian life how did how did that go still that that's like the number one thing i search for still on a daily basis um it was it was very difficult because as i'm sure you guys can relate like marine is like a singular word you know and so once a marine always a marine like you're not an army you're a soldier right but i don't Fuck see you. but i don't see why our term <laughs> no. has to be singular and therefore it's a singular right it is title no. that's why the whole army of one bullshit never lasted for yeah, very long right? i i'm an army I mean, <laughs> we get it. Call like, me you guys. Yeah. But a lot of it too like, is like a, a loss of identity because, you know, when you join the military at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, you really still don't know who you are as a man mm -hmm. or growing up to be a man. So I actually did both of my combat deployments before I was 21. Which is insane, right? Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of your development is still occurring yeah. Yeah. in those formative years, right? Yeah. So in a way now, still being 34, like I still wake up sometimes and right now. I have my combat boots on. Right. I know. You know? <laughs> I can see them. So yeah. it's like, I actually, we, we're, it, we're, it's like I lost a part of, a part of myself. We were when, talking when about they this. Took that like, away. Uh, when you, you were working for me, right? We're doing like the winter shit, right? But you were blousing your crap. I was blousing my crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what? You know what? Yeah, I, I'm not going to knock him because it's winter. There's, there's no, snow. That was the it JROTC. Keeps the it, it keeps no. the pants dry. Well, yeah, when you're I, pushing I look, snow and salt around, you I get the shit on your pants. It's a technical advantage. You're just going to stay dry, you know? I wasn't knocking I'm like, yeah, he's military. You know, Bilbo, what you're talking about is absolutely 100%. It, it, you know, so many of the other organizations and even like Vet TV and stuff, you know, they keep talking about this, right? Is that the connections we have, you know, the social interactions that we have, especially among us that have served, are so important to maintain some type of, uh, you know, balance yeah. in this oh, very man. chaotic civilian world. I mean, everybody, you know, especially in the military, we keep joking around, hey, civilian life, man, they're all like Fort Couch and everybody's chill and, you know, bong hits for Jesus or whatever else. Like, you <laughs> yeah. grow out your hair, fucking grow out a beard and smoke a blunt, right, or whatever. But to your point, that, that whole identity, that whole structure, that whole purpose of a daily regimented lifestyle is missing once you come back. Absolutely. Because even yeah. as a reservist, you know, at least I know for myself, I'm a piece of shit when I'm on like, hey, just doing my one week and a month thing, right? Mm -hmm. But when I get in mindset, I'm on my two weeks or I'm on a longer mission or whatever else, man, you're eating, breathing, living the fucking army. And, you know, it, it's a whole different mentality and lifestyle, whatever else. So absolutely, you know, huge promotion on the whole, you know, social interactions and all that. Mm. Can you continue on with the whole like integrating into Pete's like? What? Eight years in the reserves is like one years in the core. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. <laughs> no, no, Pete's actually done a lot. I, I don't knock it. I don't like anyone's service whatsoever, except for J Bots back there. Except for that piece of shit from Fort he, Jackson that he's, uh, he's hijacked the he's, school bus. He's, he's pre nine eleven guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust those guys. Well, I think a lot of it too action. is you know no matter what branch you join, it 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 does become part of who you are. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. And Definitely. you know it it really is. Like, I got out June 19th of 2009, and still to this day, like, there are times when it's like, yeah, I would love to go back in. And, and, and it's like 90% of the people that I talk to that have gotten out have some level of regret yeah. about getting out when oh, they did. Yeah. Well, everyone, it's or, a love-hate thing. Yeah, I was having oh, absolutely. conflicting feelings. And then you remember Motor Pool Mondays, and you're like, oh, Every, God, everybody's like, I'm Well, shit, now it's like, okay, keep my VA benefits. Like, you, you keep that as my monthly pay. I'll get back in. So yeah. you work, though now for can we say what company you work for are you okay with saying that i've always or? wondered i don't know i i personally don't care i don't know I how don't that works Let, yeah let's hold like. off for now but right. let's just say it's a it's equipment a name that's something that goes on the rifle right and it's an orbiting he, right. body around so the central he works for a cool company 
that uh, deals with <laughs> optics. On the planet Earth. On the planet Earth. <laughs> dot com. Oh, God. Uh, You're still getting fired. No, no direct connection there. Uh, local company uh, near Chicago. Uh, Northbrook. Yeah, Northbrook. We have uh, a uh, Northbrook. Uh, yeah, Aurora. And then the majority Aurora. of our ammo comes out of Utah. Uh, you guys have a lot. I bought your company, which we're not going to say because it's the opt uh, glassware that you put on your weapon. And well, whatever. His company. Anyway, his company. <laughs> I bought a lot of products from them. It's on my wall here. Uh, <laughs> good shit, dude. Been using them way before you were around. Yeah. I was like, the fact that when I heard you were with them, I was like, fuck yeah. Making it big? Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, actually, shit. <laughs> working up. for them is actually the longest running civilian job that I've had. That's right. right. You've, seven you've been, and a half I remember months. you were. And I guess being around the equipment and stuff like that still keeps you no, working of, at the office. Oh, just. Honestly, okay. the company, um, you know, they're, they're very. They're very understanding with the things that I approach them with. Like right off the bat, I told them, you know, like I have PTSD, I mm-hmm. have traumatic brain injury. Therapy is always going to be a priority. Right. And it's always going to take precedence mm-hmm. over no matter what I have going on with work. Um, and they said completely, they're like, whatever you have to do for you, do it. Yeah. And there's been times where I woke up and I'm like, look, I can't get X, Y, Z off of my brain. Mm-hmm. I can come to work, but I'm not going to be productive. Or you can let me take a mental health thing and get my shit together. Right. And I can come back tomorrow and I can be the best damn employee the company Oof. has. Well, you know what? Shout out to them for being such a support you yeah. know, for yeah. you yeah. and all that. Yeah, they definitely are. They are very fucking supportive. Like, actually, this coming Tuesday, um, the 14th, is a 16-year anniversary for my buddy Ryan Miller that passed away in that deployment in 2006. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I need to stay off for X, Y, Z. And they're like, paid. That's awesome. Right. Actually, I, I am actually pretty sure they're giving me the day paid. That's well, awesome. Yeah. So it's like you know what if you if you're gonna put thank you. By the way, where's your friend? Where 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 he passed? Where what mission? Where? Oh, he he actually he uh, he passed away in uh, Barwana in 2006 uh, with I want to say three weeks left before he came home. (sighs) Shit, that's always a rough one. And uh, yeah, actually, this weekend his family's having a big reunion down in Texas, Mm. and uh, I I chose not to go. Um, You know, at the time I chose not to go was uh, spouses weren't allowed mm-hmm. because um, we, we were expecting some good funding coming from a lot of veterans organizations. Yeah. And because of COVID and everything, you know, um, oh, a lot of organizations man, that, that didn't yeah. really have the funding. Right, or right, the oper- right. yep. So it's not necessarily their fault. Um, but at that time, spouses weren't allowed to go. And I didn't feel comfortable physically, mentally um, going into that situation knowing I know I'm going to be safe because those are my guys right you know but I didn't want to do that without my fiance no for yeah. sure yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a certain safety net that's right. with your yeah. spouse that you know you guys been together long enough where you know hopefully she could pick up on, on some of the triggers or whatever yeah and, and and she really is great at that and and my fe- my concern wasn't so much how I would react while I was there for the reunion it's when I come home yeah it's the aftermath mm-hmm. of course yeah. And so at that time, you know, spouses weren't allowed to go. So I, I, I re- respectfully declined to go. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago, they changed that to spouses can come. But at that time, you know, we kind of already made plans as a yeah. family and stuff like that. Um, so actually, yeah, this uh, this coming Tuesday is uh, it's going to be a rough day. Yeah. But you know what? It's a it's a day of honoring and it's a day of memorial. And, uh, you know, I, I know that he wouldn't want us to sitting around and moping for sure all day yeah be sure so yeah. I'm, i have plans i'm taking the family to the museum we're gonna go downtown yeah, we're time, just right. get out of the house because like my big thing now being out this long is my mental health mm-hmm. you know and i think that's a lot of things that um veterans 
don't necessarily overlook, but I think it's something that is very hard for us to kind of address because there is that whole big stigma of being in the military and addressing mental health. And I want to be the first one to say that, again, what we went through is supposed to affect us. Yeah, absolutely. If if you're going to bring up something to like your your chain of command, like I want to seek mental health and your chain of command calls you a pussy or this or that, you know what? Fuck them. Yeah, I don't think that happens anymore. Honestly, it it does. It still does. Today, today, not so much. Not as much as it was. uh, It's been a while, by the way. But again, if you're going to be the one to say that deployment didn't bother me, I don't want to be your guy. Right. I don't want to be your guy. No, I know. I know. I I feel Because that means you're a sociopath. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, With the time you had in and since you've been out, uh, things have changed a a lot. It's awesome that they have everything's. We're pretty fucking open these days. Jesus Christ, you but could at the same you time spread too. your butt cheeks wide open, <laughs> yeah. say how Jesus. you feel, whatever you want. No, it's true though. You really can be open how you want. The official days. policy statements will be conducive to you seeking mental health. Is there still going to be some backroom bullshit or whatever else? Potentially, but not right. Nowhere near. But I still want everybody to go get help. Yeah, and part of that too is Dude, hey, nobody gives this a fuck Tuesday. Anymore. This weekend or whatever else, if you're running into an issue, give anyone of us a call. Yeah, Yeah. no one's going to call you a bitch anymore. Yeah, well, not officially. I'll call you a bitch, but I'm still going to be the first. No, but no one's going to be like you're you're a fucking pussy. No, at the smoke pit maybe, but not as an official fucking command climate or whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? There's a difference there. But in general, it still doesn't happen though. Like, oh, you're like, all right, dude, you need help. Everyone sees shit now, and you help everybody out now. It's not like it used to be. But you yeah. still have the old-time goobers that are still around. They yeah, have but there's like four or five of them, and I'll fuck them up when I see them. I don't give a fuck what rank they're I'll kill them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> General, so, what's his name? Fuck you. Right. <laughs> fuck you up. Where's your, give me that fucking gun. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, you know, the mental health thing is, is the number one priority for all it of is. us. I really appreciate um, you speaking out about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, honestly, so uh, like, uh, earlier you guys were talking about some veterans organizations and uh, this uh, – the winter before COVID happened, I did a uh, three-week um, inpatient program mm-hmm. uh, downtown Chicago at Rush Hospital called um, the Road Home Program. And, uh, man, let me tell you, this program, it's uh, its rough. Day day two, talk about the most traumatic experience you endured during your time in the military service. Oof. And it was structured. It was like 8 a.m. to like 4.30, but it involved everything, acupuncture, therapy, um, aromatherapy, yoga, and it challenged me, but that's what I needed because every once in a while, we need to be reminded of the shit that we experience because yeah. it makes us who we are today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as much as like for every night for three weeks, I went back to my room crying like a kid. But I, and at times I was like, why are you crying? You feel you're a bitch for crying, Bob. But no, I'm crying for a reason. And the program made me realize that it's okay to feel because mm-hmm. when you feel that's when shit's getting real. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Know? Keeps and, us human, man. Yeah. And and what happens when you bottle shit up for 10, 15, 20 years? Eventually that fucking bottle is going to break. Yeah. And so it's like you can, you can deal with it now first. and deal yeah. with the pain and the discomfort because it's <clears throat> going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. just like going to combat was. Or you can bottle this shit up, and in 40 years, you can come talk to my kid and tell my kid about all the shit that you went through in a therapeutic setting because you right. decided to hold up your stuff. And I don't, I didn't want to be that guy. You know, I know this is going to be a lifelong fight, but I don't want to be that guy that wakes up in his 50s or 60s and then out of nowhere, now my PTSD started. Like yeah. now I'm taking my shit seriously. 
or throughout the course of that relationship with, you know, your spouse or your kid or whatever else. And now they're growing up or living through a shitty environment or something like that. Yeah. And honestly, I, I got to give a shout out to my girl, too, because she's the one that set me up with that program. She did the intake. Um, I had no idea she did it. She yeah. she called the doctors. She she pretty much did everything that she could. Um, Surprise, behind, motherfucker. Behind, yeah. Get on I, the bus. I think she wanted to do it because she wanted three weeks away from me. Right. Spouses but also, though. but it's like I found somebody that wanted me, that saw the person that I am yeah. and knew they, that that person isn't. And you know, you needed that click too, right? They, that boot up they, the ass. And she too. knew it's I like, wasn't going to you know, do it myself. You, you got 30 though. seconds. Yeah. Get yeah. off this bus at yeah. 15 or gone, motherfucker. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they deal with a lot, man. They yeah. You know what? It's, yeah. Spouses, man, we. We we talk shit and we give them a hard time, but you know what, man? It, it we know what we're going through when we're there. I can't imagine what it's like to know that my kid is in a war zone, and every yeah, time yeah, that phone yeah. rings, you jump or the doorbell goes off, and you think it's gonna be a bunch of people standing there in their dress blues. I I Ooh, actually man. actually love my my spouse today. Sam had a bailout. She goes, he's off the fucking show. Like, <laughs> I don't know where like like she's running shit out of nowhere. She's like, he's off the show. I'm like, since when are you producing this shit? He goes. I mean, it's literally the Sam and OG show. <laughs> Kick the fucker out. Pete's in. You know what? Oh, uh, you know what? Bilbo, he's in. He's he's a marine. He'll he'll fill the semper fucking spot. Right. <laughs> no, and honestly, man, my girl, she's not to toot my horn or anything, but man, she's she's a hard ass. That's yeah. They, you she, know, we have to have. She ladies. goes yep. into my uh, doctor's appointments at the VA, yeah. and she's like, "You're not letting. It, he's not leaving until you do this, 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 and this." I walked out of there with a fucking like head CT scan. I I had like, after I left my doctor's appointment, I had another like seven hours of just tests that she demanded be done that day. Yeah. And the doctors, the doctors were scared of her. Good. It's like, like a victim's uh, advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Go in there and fucking yeah. rape test. I, I, I don't know. Get somebody in there I, to stand up for you. I don't know. I know your lady, but I know his you. lady. I, I've heard about J-Bot's lady. I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she scares the shit out of me already. I, I know my lady. Man, and they will I, go I think, to hell and I back think we all have the same kind of women, right. you know, the ones that all just like punch us in the dick anytime. Yeah. Just like, well, it's like when you. Uh, you know, Mr. Eilert unfortunately passed yes. away. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. I was, I was, I was supposed to be on that podcast with him, yeah. and then I believe the one afterwards. Um, yeah, and even the one afterwards, I, I wanted to come. I was like, you know, I'm going to do this in Scott's honor. Um, you know, for both him and his father and also for all you guys. Right. And, you know, my, my girl really sat me down and she's like, look, I, I know you want to do this. I know you're very passionate about this. But she's like, you know what? Think about Monday. Mm-hmm. What's How are you going to feel Monday morning when you wake up? Yeah. And I told hung her, I like, I'm going to feel hungover. I'm going to feel like <laughs> shit. Every- I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to yeah. be mean. I'm going to be rude probably for the next couple of weeks. And I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? It's nothing against Scott or his dad. But at that point, like I had to respectfully decline. The, mm-hmm. the invite because I had to protect myself and ultimately oh, at that dude, point I had to protect my family because I, I knew things were just it, it was not going to be right. Scotty was great thing to Scotty do. was so great in the fucking show here and yeah. let me tell you but it was the after hours that we got crazy uh, yeah the before <laughs> and the after oh, man, really? Really? you thought it was crazy on this show it was yeah. literally the after hours with Scotty and it was always till like 4am around here dang where it was nuts and that just like even day one 4 a.m. In another quick shout out though, because it's like you know, it wasn't until Scott passed that I actually, you know, first time I met Scott, he gives me a copy of his dad's book, right? Yeah. Yep. You're like, holy yep. shit! Like I'm just meeting you, right? right. Which is a great and book, by the way. Which is a great book, yeah. and I'm getting to that right now too. Is that it isn't until Scotty passed that I like actually picked up the book and started reading it. It's like holy shit! There's like so much that you can associate with yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in your experiences or whatever else, and to put a different outlook on your life. 
and you know scott's dad who's been through so much in vietnam and blown to bits and whatever else and for these guys to have the type of outlook that they have i think it's a testament to you know the things that a lot of us have been through you know even you yourself you know with the ptsd and the tbis and all that you know we just got to keep advocating and keep doing the best we can because there are other guys that aren't going to be as open about this stuff yeah. and we got to get them the help that they need right yeah get that that suicide rate down too man it's fucking yeah but it's, it's not bad. it's the it's, suicide it's the domestic violence it's the it's alcohol everything. and drug abuse it's, it's everything just you know everything. having a stable you know opportunity at employment so you can have a decent life so you're not like collecting change at the Irving Park Bridge. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it, right. it's all of it, right? <laughs> I think like, me and my wife actually talked about this. We still want to do this. We always wanted to op- open up our own halfway home for veterans. Mm-hmm. You know, like that gets us, like gets them, uh, you come out, we, we could figure out a fucking way to uh, get you a job. There's the yeah, shrinks honestly, there to talk out, to. The hardest thing was like, right. what the fuck do we do now? Because you go from putting on the uniform, you know, being in the military every day to right. being a civilian. And it's like, e- even with that transition program, it really doesn't, prepare you right for... you need a little bit more there right yeah because yeah. you're the crazy so like, especially we, with we like talks about this job like, skills like infantry and stuff where it's like ding fries ready like yeah. what yeah, else what are you gonna do, do to? but like right. you, you work for me i talked I, like how was that like work for me i i we did kind of like i did the military style like hey what's up this is what we're doing like uh, well it was way. great because I, like you 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 did the whole like formation well not formation <laughs> thing but you this is what we're gonna do this is how we're gonna do it let's go get it done like it was still kind of being like in the military and I do enjoy working for military supervisors because they still have that same kind of, they know how to get directly yeah. to the point to, and to no their bullshit, people. Get it done. Yeah, go do Big it and mission. get it done. And then yeah. fuck around and find out at the right. same time too, right? <laughs> right. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, if we, I got to get we, in your ass a little bit, I got to get I in your ass. I, you know? I took you off for lunch. I'm like, this is how we're going to do things. Daddy did. Daddy, at lunch he even and, sat in, yeah. the, in, the, in the salt truck with me sometimes and we had lunch together at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Turn the heat up a little bit. I'm a decent leader. Who was the other guy? It was Nick Oh, my cousin. Nick, who was the tall guy that uh, always wears combat boots too? Sergeant Joseph Gallus. 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 How is he doing? Uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a little uh, bit. He's uh, he stationed nice out in Alaska somewhere these days. No, he, he got out. He got out of the uh, military. He's probably pissed that I fucking said his name. I'll on I'll tell here. you what. It was it was fun being the only jarhead around three soldiers. Oh yeah. That, uh, you know, well, pushing pushing salt and two soldiers and one my cousin was a fucking moron. But Ooh, yeah, Nick. Nick was not a soldier. He wasn't in the military. No. <laughs> Stolen valor. <laughs> Polish, Polish military. Polish, yes. uh, Polish uh, the pierogi wars. Yeah, pierogi wars. <laughs> I was rolling. Dough. Guy, he, he really did like his lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, really, man. Shit. No, the other guys were all military oh. there. All the sidewalk guys. Yeah, those were all my S four dudes I brought in. All that shit. Yeah, actually, you mind if I tell you a little, another yeah, little Fucking story? You're a so, fucking um, dick. That's what the story <laughs> is. I want to hear it. You're the so guest. back it's to show back to point. Rick's book. Um, so Sam gave me the book one day, and I was reading it. And at the time, I was a, uh, I was a line cook over at a uh, Kumas Corner. Oh mm-hmm. God, I remember that Kumas Corner, and, great uh, fucking restaurant. By the way, you know, being a Marine, you know, you're 15 minutes prior. And, yeah. Well, that's for the company Except commander, and then first sergeant, you have to be 15 minutes prior. Minutes prior. Yeah. Yeah. Except for yeah. today. So, today, so it you're... trickles down. So I was the asshole, always sitting in the back of the restaurant on the milk crate, um, you know, two hours before work, reading <laughs> reading Rick's fucking book. Great book. And. Uh, Man, it, it it still makes me tear up. The moment I closed the book, guys, I, I contacted Andy and I was like, "Hey, I just finished Rick's book," and he's like, "Yo, Rick passed away four hours ago." Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. Uh, I just finished his book and closed the cover and so called him, and he told me he passed here, away. Here's the crazy thing about this: like, uh, so I, I remember uh, Sam talking about the fact that you mentioned that you wanted to meet the author of it, and he just passed away after you finished yeah. reading it, right? 
And then we had Scotty on the show here, and we're going to plan you meeting up with Scotty. And then Mm -hmm. Scotty literally passes the week after that. So you're like Mm -hmm. double up doubler on the alerts for passing away. Fucking not meant to be. Sorry. (laughs) No, definitely. It's so weird. It's so fucking sad and weird at the same time. Because the book, fantastic. It's a great book. Dude, I read the thing twice. Yeah. Dang. I mean, I think I'm at three or four I got copies up here, buddy. Yeah, I think I'm at three or four. It's up here on the desk, too. I got more in the corner. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. It's right. hilarious. Yeah, it's actually funny and sad and like great. You know, yeah, it's still relatable. Yeah, like one thing I really took away from the book is how him when I, I when I asked Andy if, if Rick ended up marrying his uh, his girl from the book and he said yeah, yeah. and then you know, yeah, oh because yeah, you're sitting yeah. there like the whole time yeah. like oh is he gonna fucking and it was hit like, it oh, again? Like if this if this guy can go through all that shit and like his girl stuck through him and you know and the you're trials not even and tribulations away. you're honestly went not giving was, shit away because what's going on in that book is fucking insane. It is, <laughs> but it, it's really nothing that we ourselves haven't been through. No, just yeah. in a different way, different. It's, well, there, there's different some, levels. Holy shit! But live audience. Still... All right. Well, you know what? We're gonna actually wrap <laughs> things up. That if the first That's sergeant has stepped down here, that means we're probably like uh, Jonesy. What are we at there? Can, can you see the time frame on there? Three hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, hey, it was. It was. Well, I got I to gotta do my thing here. So the one time Two the Marine comes over to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so three hours, you got the wife down here yelling right, at like, everybody. Like, subscribe, follow. I'm doing my little fucking spell here. Reminders on there. All right. Follow us on Facebook. That's, uh, was it, at uh, Semper Hua Podcast on Facebook. And then slash Semper Hua for our IG. Merch, SemperHua.com slash shop. You get the Fubi Jar shirts, the double derp crap, whatever. We got Army stuff. We got Marine Corps shit. Ooh. All right, uh, our donations there. 50% of uh, donations and merch profits go to Pin Up for Vets. Uh, you can also donate at SemperHua.com for that the bottom page. Someone's phone is blowing up like crazy. Don't forget to send your hate mail to contact at SemperHua.com or just hit us up. All and right. most importantly, I'll, I'll just take care of each other. Yeah. yeah, so real fast for this pinup, do I have to take a photo afterwards? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, we're going to get you. Oh, these are there. full nude. It's a full dick shot. Yeah. Oh, cool. I want you. I'm glad I'll I'll send, send them we, to me first so I can uh, filter And everything. then hard. We want okay. both. We want I, right, I, I call June. I, I want the month of June. There you <laughs> go. I look really good on a beach. Sharp. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I don't feel good here. It's been great. It's been awesome having you. Thanks for having me. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Still raining.